Hey dudes, another ad here. I'm pretty sure it's the same as the first one, but I'm just going to read what they tell me. Uh, if you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Okay, it's all bullet points. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. That's actually how I'm recording this right now. I do everything through my phone. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That's absolutely true. I just don't know how to get the money that I have banked. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Mandatory call to action. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's anchor.fm to get started. All right, fuckos, back to your regular scheduled bullshit podcast. Do you like horror? Sci-fi? Superheroes? Comics and adventure? SunsetCrypt.com has you covered. With reviews and articles. Two associated podcasts. Hot damn! Topics on a ton of bullshit and all geekery grounds with Crypt Keepers Curtis Sturrock, Steve Brown, and Jeff Smith. SunsetCrypt.com. Only the reader knows what awaits them. His name is Curtis Sturrock. There's not much that he won't mock But he'll talk to his friends about sex and rear ends Yeah, it's wrestling with myself Some know him as Scotty O'Shea And he's really into ass play Steve Brown tags along and Mello wrote the song It's wrestling with myself Wrestling with myself Sometimes he does it by himself Discussing wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies It's wrestling with myself Whoa-ho-ho Wrestling with myself Whoa-ho-ho Wrestling with myself On a Friday night he's got his flashlight It's wrestling with myself Whoa-ho-ho Wrestling with myself Whoa-ho-ho Wrestling with myself Discussing wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers, and boobies It's wrestling with myself Wrestling with myself Whoa, wrestling with myself Discussing wrestling and movies, drugs, hookers and boobies Wrestling with myself Talk about how you're a neo-Nazi, I'm not recording so I've decided to join the KKK. You're not recording. No, right? no, no, you're joining the gay, gay, gay. Yeah. Fuck off. <laughs> what does a gay person join? Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> that might be a horse joke. I'm not sure. I, I might be getting confused. Horrible. If that joke put you in a depression, well, strap in. Because yeah. that's what we're talking about today. I believe it was 16 months ago. Is that, that long ago? Yeah, it was last... Uh, was it November? I think. Yeah, I think it was last November. We we had the original uh, Getting Depressed with Brad and uh, Mello talk. And it's, to this day, the highest downloaded podcast by... That's right, Brad. By about 150 downloads. That's about right? 150 downloads than usual, right? I was going to go for that joke next. 
So, so what you're saying is you should leave the podcast and Brad and I should do a podcast. Yeah, you suicidal motherfucker should keep yeah. this going. No, but I don't really know where to go with this. I just want to focus on it more. But I was going to re-listen to the podcast, and I tried to at work, but I listen Start over crying. a speaker. No, and nothing's more embarrassing Listening to a podcast in public is embarrassing because listening to your podcast. <laughs> but then when you're listening to when you're listening to my podcast as I'm the one listening and people are around and it just sounds like you're listening to yourself. So I couldn't do it. I only or made it like you're 10 having minutes a full on conversation. Yeah, that's the thing. And like also that. when I listen to the podcast, I'm just like, there's no way I have that squirrely little <laughs> dumb voice. I say like every two seconds. My laugh is atrocious. <laughs> But do you guys remember 16 months ago? This is why I wanted to listen to it to kind of recap where you were because I, I, I didn't know if you'd remember. Do you remember how you were feeling, what your frame of mind was 16 months ago compared to now? I asked because I think it, it might That's be... Like almost a year and a half. Yeah, it might be different, but I know you've had quite the turnaround, Brad. Yeah, big time. Right, like... Big time. Why, here, why don't you start my jog? mellows memory a little i think bit. last year i was at a pretty low point um just like being feeling stuck for mm-hmm. lack of a better term uh, i was like down with everything i had a real shit christmas i canceled on all my family stuff just because like i sent a text to my mom I was like hey i'm not coming to christmas because i can't put myself in a situation where i might go home and want to self-harm jesus and so i was like i can't do that like all respect to the family like I want to see them, but I can't. You're being selfish for the right reasons. Yeah, I can't put myself in that situation. Flash forward now, I just passed three years without self-harm. Wow. Which is insane, considering there was a time when I couldn't go a day. Really? Uh, yeah. I want to go back to that. We might have touched on that, but keep going. Yeah, I don't uh, know we touched on that too much. But we did, a po- we did like, I think an hour before you came. Yeah. Oh, so okay, we right, may right, have, right, but, right, right. but I think it's worth going back to, because a yeah, lot of sure. people, do, like, like me, when I get into a new podcast... I don't go back far. I kind of just start listening from now. Yeah, that's fair. So we can recap. Uh, but now, like, I'm busier than ever. Yeah. I've surrounded myself with people who just want to be better. Mm-hmm. And I think that helps a lot. Like, still work a shitty job. But outside of work, I think things are going really well mm-hmm. for me. For a lot of people of don't have that. A lot of people just work a shitty job. Yeah. And yeah. that's it, you know? Yeah. Well, like, I'm lucky that... A, the wrestling community now is super open about it. Yeah. Um, like, mental health struggles. I think that's a big part in, like, the culture that we've started to create of being like, hey, like, if you have an issue, like, talk about it. Mm-hmm. Don't be that guy who suffers quietly. Like, we're all accepting. We've yeah. all struggled through shit. Well, that's what you've talked about before, Melo. You yeah, say... I think that's been the best thing for me was to just talk about it. But you always... I think you said... I don't, I don't remember if it was on the pa- podcast last time, but you said something, or it's just like, it's very cliche and to say, like, yeah, if you have a problem, talk about it, but nobody does still, right? Yeah. right? It's still, like, something, you just say to sound informed, but nobody does, so we actually have to start some actually kind of communication, yeah. right? I had a thing that happened not too long ago. I was at Tim Hortons, and I was waiting for my car to get fixed, and I'm sitting there, and the table right next to me is a young, young girl. Um, no, I wasn't interested. Which was kind of cute. Um, <laughs> there it is, perfect. No, but, uh, but she, she's in there talking, like you're not, you know, whispering or anything, so I can hear her, her full conversation. And then she's there with like an older girl, and uh, and she starts talking about you know depression and how like you know she doesn't want to kill herself, but she wants to kind of disappear and this and that. And and I thought, and I kept thinking, I'm like, I should I should say something. Like we should talk about this. Like 
here's a young person going through this, like, she needs to know that there's other people out there feeling the exact same thing. And I also think it's important to let her know people older, like, you're an adult, you're yeah. almost 50, still feel like yeah, this. Well, like, well that's, and that, that was my point. I, I kept thinking, like, oh, if only someone, like, would make it normal for me when I was 18. Absolutely. If only someone came up to me. And it, it took me a while to get the balls to kind of, like, oh, who am I, like, some stranger just talking to these people. So I get up, go to have a vape, and they're getting up as well. And so I go outside and thinking, hey, maybe I'll run into them. And then, then I'm like, they go out the other door, and then I'm like, no, fuck it. And I'm like, I go over, and I'm like, hey, guys. I'm like, uh, you can tell me to fuck off if you want. Like, yeah. if you think I'm a weirdo or anything, but couldn't help overhearing. Um, and, you know, first off, I just want to make sure you're, like, are you getting help? Because I think it's important to actually get professional help. Like, you have to. You have to go see doctor. And if one doctor doesn't work, go see another one. Uh, and if the one med doesn't work, go see another one. So I just wanted to make sure she was, like, getting help. And she's like, yeah, yeah, no, she is. And, um, you know, I'm like, you know, just as a guy who suffered from depression as well, like, you're, you're not alone. Like, mm -hmm. that's a feeling that a lot of us have. And don't ever feel like a burden. Because when you're in depression, I'm not going to call Kurt and fucking depress him with yeah. my shit. Like, he doesn't want to hear about it, right? Even though you but do as I a do. friend. Yes. Right, yeah. right. Uh, obviously. But in the moment... I don't want to burden anyone with yeah, my I shit. I don't want to bring them down. I'm not, I'm not going to fucking call anybody or, or talk about it. I'm just going to stay home and 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 that's what causes you know self harm and 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 worse. Uh, so yeah, we had a little chat. Started bawling all of us, and we just had this like group hub. It was her mom that was there with her, mm -hmm. and it was like it just felt really. I don't know their names or anything, but it was just kind of like yeah, we need to talk about it. That's cool. That's really in cool. public. Like we need to just talk about it and i think it helped us both i think yeah because it was kind of like there's a stranger and adults you know 50 year old like you said going through the same shit like it's yeah. not just her it's not just me like I she, think that's, that's a she really has the same thing. feeling like when she's you know when she said i don't want to die but i just want to disappear yeah that's depression like people think depression is just suicide suicide it's not we don't always want to just kill yourself you just want to vanish you know if i could go to sleep for a year and a half <laughs> that would be great yeah, you know like it's almost like you can compare depression to like hibernation in a sense yeah. where like when i'm going through like my depressive episodes the only thing i want to do is like i'll go to work and then i'll just go home and sleep yeah i don't want to go to work i mean and I've yeah had, and getting up in with, the morning i've is had like, issues with work you know i remember brad said sometimes he like physically cannot get out of bed mm -hmm. yeah that is it's just crippling. It's physically crippling. Yeah, really that's something people don't understand. How physically crippling it is. I'll be. I remember sometimes sitting there at the table and I'm playing some fucking Candy Crush bullshit game on my phone, going, "I need to get to work," and my mind is just like, "No, just keep doing this. Just don't go to work." Like every excuse to just fucking not do anything. Because then once I don't go to work, then it's like, now I can just go vanish for the day. I can go sleep. Yeah. yeah you There's know? been times when I've done it. Like. No, oh, I've done it. Tons you wake of times. up in the morning. It's just nah. Today's not my day. Calling sick. Yep. Throw on a Netflix movie and just psh, don't even watch it. Just pass out. It's almost like just as. But there's that stigma, nice. right? You're you're just lazy now. Yeah. Well, to me, to up work, until we right? had this conversation last year, that's how I thought. Yeah, and that's what a lot of people think, right? That it's the and I've been called lazy my whole life. Yeah. And, and then I'm like, I'm not fucking lazy. Like when I'm at work, I I, I work my ass off. Like I'm not yeah. a fucking lazy guy. But yeah, that's the that's the 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 physical part of of depression. People think it's just in your head, but it's actually physically crippling. It's actually. Um, it's a physiological thing. Like, that, that's it's, like, it's a chemical thing. Yeah. Like, that's why I remember um, my brother's best friend who just passed away. It's super sad, but it wasn't due to depression or anything. But 
growing up, lived across the street, like very middle class, great life, and he'd struggled with depression. And I remember it was like grade nine, he was diagnosed with depression. And I remember at the dinner table, my brother saying, oh, Mark got diagnosed with depression, blah, blah, blah. And my mom just being like, what's he have to be depressed about? And that's right. how I believe too. And, and like, that's how a lot of us believe. Yeah. Even myself with depression. You know, like Kurt Cobain would kill himself. Mm -hmm. And I was like, you fucking piece of shit, asshole. Like, that's how I thought. Yeah. I was like, you fucking, you made it. You've, you've got money. You've got fame. And you go kill yourself? Go yeah. fuck yourself. Like, I could, I would die for a chance like you had, and you would just go fucking selfishly kill but, yourself. But then you think, but then how looking, bad must it have but been? But then looking back, it's like, it's not about fame and money and no. success no, 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 and no. all that shit. Uh, and, and again, this is a guy from depression, and I fucking thought the same way. I thought it was selfish, and it was like, you, you realize, no, this is, like, it scares the shit out of me. I always think of Robin Williams. Like, yeah. I just always think yeah. of, like... For sure, that's, that's... He was, like, the face of laughter. Yeah, and, and, and of but smiling. not only that, it's, like, I, I just kind of relate to him, like... You know what I always say? I always use the analogy of, like, the computer pop-up, you know? Yes, yeah, that's terrifying. Do you want to update now? No. Like, I always feel like, did, did Robin go through that for 40 years? And then finally he said, yeah, sure, let's do it today. Yeah. Like, that scares the shit out of me. Yeah. You know? But, yeah, talking about it... Um, being completely open about it, I think has has changed. And like, there's tons of resources now, mm -hmm. where like even my work has like um, an uh, employee assistance yeah, program. Most, most jobs do. It's yeah. like completely anonymous. I can do it through my phone. Like if I'm having a shitty day, I can log on to my phone for a half hour and talk to a counselor. Really? Yeah. Completely free. Yeah. It's pretty amazing we've come that far because I want to say even five years ago that wasn't mm -hmm. a thing probably. Well, right. I mean, it was a thing. Well, I, mean, I used it with my first sucks. marriage. When I had breakdown at work, and clearly, depression was a big part of that. I didn't realize it at the time. Um, no, because you you thought I'm lazy. Like, no, I'm... it wasn't even that. At that point, it was I was with a, a, a an abusive. Oh, oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, okay. Marriage. I was in like a horrible, horrible marriage. Um, and you remember the doctor saying, "Well, yeah, you have depression." I'm like, "No, I I'm living with a maniac, and yeah. it's bringing me down." He's like, "Oh no, I'll take these pills." I'm like. Do you have pills to get rid of her? Because <laughs> that might solve my issues. Um, one cyanide pill, my depression. <laughs> I was going to say, that is... But, but I remember calling uh, the employee I worked at ING at the time and calling the, the line. I spoke to the, the woman for three hours. Uh, it was mainly about my ex and everything that she's going through. And she's like, yeah, your ex sounds like she has borderline personality disorder. I'm going to send you a book. And she just sent me a book. Wow. Uh, and, and I read it and I was like, it might as well have been, hey, Mello... Oh, really? Your yeah. wife has borderline personality disorder. It might as well have been called that. Because I was like, yeah, that's... Do you know her? <laughs> Is this about her? Going back to what you said a minute ago, I don't mean to get off track, but you said... I'm not joining the KKK. No, no, but what you said about Robin Williams yeah. and just Kurt Cobain, about uh, how, like, they had all this fame and fortune. And Chris Cornell and, and But Chester it's funny, because things. basically everybody strives in some way for... Some fame, some fortune, some I think. Success. It, right, exactly. Yeah, success. I, I think no, that's not what, necessarily fame, but yeah, success. But has anybody who's become famous become rich? Has that solved any problem ever? No. Like, you, always. You always hear, like, Jim Carrey's a big advocate of saying, like, I wish everybody could be rich and famous so they could see that you still have the same problems you had. Right, like it doesn't fill that void. Yeah, I don't know. I still have a hard time relating to that. Well, yeah, I you think know? everybody <laughs> does until they get there and they realize, yes, sure. I have a Lamborghini, I have a big house. But, but if I I'm going to have... be depressed and shitty, yeah. I would like to have enough money to go. You know what? I'm going to buy uh, fucking 
wherever. I'm going on a trip for fucking See, a month. I, think, I, I can afford to do that. Yeah, or I'm, maybe. I'm, I'm, I think it's, I'm, it's I can afford to go to the best psychiatrist uh, I can get. I can afford good therapy. But much when rather, you're rich and famous, you go, I can't give this image that I'm right, struggling right, now. Right. So now you're actually suffering in silence. And not only that, but with the fame, you can't leave your house. Yes. Yeah. Like, I watched... Uh, the Taylor Swift documentary today. Oh yeah. Oh poor thing. It was like See, I don't know. I just don't. It was have, like super. Depressing. I just don't have a Why? empathy. Because like she can't do anything. Oh yeah, yeah. And she's like, not a real person. No. Like yeah, yeah. She. She's, I mean, like she's very human in the documentary. But she's essentially an alien if she shows up to a mall, yep. right? Like, yeah. It's the trade-off, though, right? Uh, like, see, yeah, I, do I, agree. Agree. I do agree. I do agree. That's part of the trade-off, unfortunately. But I that's think... why you get all these other benefits yeah. that we don't get, right? But yeah, I... it sucks. I get it. Like, it I think to... being a movie star, though, like you say, some days I can't wake up and go to work, right? But eventually, to survive, you basically have to. Yeah, yeah. yeah for sure. They don't. They can, like, right now, Jim Carrey, who's not even 60, can go, I'm never getting out of bed again. Yeah, good. You know what I mean? Yeah, that'd so, be dangerous for me. Yeah, for sure. exactly. It's just almost... Uh, because... Like, like, there's that give and take no matter what. I think now, like, my thought process is... Oh, I could call in sick today. How much sick time do I have? Mm-hmm. Oh, I have no sick time now. Can I really afford to not have this 80 bucks on this paycheck? That's it. So, well, no, I can't. Okay, well, I have to go to work. Yeah. Yeah, and that's a lot of days, but there's a lot of days that that's not even enough of a motivator. Yeah. No, you know, no, it's, it's I, not, like and I understand like, that, but like, I just And then the paycheck comes and you're like, great, now I got more fucking to stress about yeah, and be depressed I'm about because now I can't make rent. Or, no, but or I just think like anything, like, it, you almost can't have your cake and eat it too. Right. You're always like... For sure, there's drawbacks to everything. Yes, yeah, 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 exactly. It's, it's just, now mind you, I'm going to be incredibly ignorant throughout this podcast just because I'm fortunate enough, I don't suffer from this. So I'm speaking out my ass for most things. So I just want to throw that out there before I say something really <laughs> retarded. But yeah, it's it's just uh, like even since we've had this talk a year ago, I've run into even more people that I was friends with, close with, who have come out. Right. Yeah. And it's just like it's almost as terrible as this sounds. It's more the social norm. It is. You yeah. know, like for most sure. of the population. So I, I don't I, know. I turned a lot of like. I was telling you, I, I literally had one of the most depressive episodes in my apartment, mm-hmm. and I turned it into a five-minute like comedy bit. So I'm like, I was with Allie, and I'm like, should I talk about that? And she's like dying, because I'm like, I'm just having this battle between my depressed brain and the thoughts that are going through there, the insane thoughts, and then my logical brain going like, huh? Like, I remember looking at the ceiling going, I'm just going to hang myself. And then immediately my logical brain's like, what the fuck? You don't have rope in the house? Where the fuck? We, like, where's the logistics and all this? Like, How are you going to hang yourself? There's no beams. It's a fucking straight ceiling in an apartment. What do you think, duct like, tape yourself up? When and that, you're in that mindset, and that became whole. logistics don't matter. Like. No, but I, I mean, I was never going to go grab some rope and go hang myself. It was just sitting there like, oh, just But if it was there myself. ready to if go. If it was ready to go, maybe, yes, maybe, right? And that's scary. scary. Um, but I remember, and it, it the bit evolved. The, I mean, the first time I did it, uh, I remember thinking, yeah, so great, I gotta go make people laugh now after I've been, like, thinking about suicide all day. Yeah. And it, and then I'm like, should I talk about it? And then I kind of brought it up a little bit and talked about it. And it felt fucking so good to talk about it. Again, it's back to, like, it's almost just being like, open up. It was therapy. It was, was like... I say, it's almost like a, a it is. form of therapy, right? And because creating a dialogue almost always yeah. helps. It might be why they tell you when you're younger, write a journal. It yeah. doesn't matter that nobody yeah. sees it. It's just you're creating that space where you can put your thoughts, take whatever's in your head, and t- literally take them out. Put them 
Put them out. And I find now when I do that bit, and it's kind of grown as you know a whole bit about it now. I got to go to Home Depot and buy the fucking tools to fucking set up a noose in my house and all this shit. And I find like I've had people who are like, yeah, I suffer from. That's cool of you to talk about it. Like yeah. I, I know exactly what you mean, you know. And it's like, yeah, I know. It's it's. I didn't make any of that up. Like that was like other than going to Home Depot, I didn't actually do that because. Well, I'm depressed and don't I want to do. get out of the house. <laughs> yeah, he works there, so That's he's one step. All right, all right, I'm going to call you up. Well, you got some uh, three-quarter inch rope. Uh... But the funny thing, well, there's uh, yeah, there's plenty funny with the pressure. I'm not going to say not there the is. funny thing, sure. right? But the funny thing would be if you went to Home Depot and you did it all, by the time you hung it, you'd be so proud of yourself. I'm like, you'd be like, I got to take a picture. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to show you. Today Instagram. is not the day. This like, is great. And Look that's almost... That's straight. I can hang from this thing. This is really good. Yeah, you actually hang a swing. Yeah. But yeah, that that's kind of the funny thing. From what I hear, it's just how quickly things can change. From a, yeah. such it's a like high a light switch, to dude. such a low. Yeah, it's like yeah. a light switch. Like, it can take something just, like, nothing. Mm-hmm. I could just take a step in the wrong direction and be like, well, why the fuck did I do that? And just, like, dwell on something like that the rest of the day. Like, if I didn't go left, could have been at work on time. And now, fuck, now it's going to ruin my whole day. And you can't talk yourself out of that? No. No, you, so yeah. like once you... Once I know my Once you step in the puddle, you're wet all day. Yeah. Yeah, the best hope you can have is you sleep it off for yeah. a while and then wake up and forget a little bit about it. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's still there, like, but... Like, for an example, uh, Monday, I, my wireless headphones I brought into my house to charge. Yeah. I left for work without putting them in my bag. Mm-hmm. I got to work and I was like, oh, shit. Did I bring my headphones? Went to my car. They weren't there. Then my brain went, oh, no, you left them at the gym. They're gone. Mm-hmm. So the whole day, my whole day was ruined thinking, well, great. I just bought these headphones. No, have, and now I have to go buy new ones. Really because me. But it, it didn't really trigger yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. But it's like just that example. You could see like, the step process yeah, happen. The process can happen. Just yeah. from something as I forgot my headphones. Usually it's me as like I bought something stupid the day before and then my brakes go the next day and I'm yeah. like... Fuck, I'm not an idiot. Like I'm a like why did I fucking buy this fucking monkey shelf for? But see, you saying that, you saying that, right? I go, I do that all the fucking time. Right. You know, like it's a very normal thing. It's just how your brain decides to. Almost... Yeah, it blames its guilt. Yes, it exactly. Me, like I, I like I should have known my fucking brakes were gonna go, and yeah. that I shouldn't have spent that money that, that the day before or whatever. Right? Yeah, it's that the 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 way you process it, which is ridiculous. Uh, and Brad, you got, I believe, you got pretty heavy into fitness. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I like fitness. Fitness pizza in my <laughs> mouth. I go to the gym, like, at least five times a week. Mm-hmm. And just, like, when I'm having a bad day, it's like, okay, like, I can go lift this away. Yeah. For lack of a better term. Yeah. And, I'd like, it's such a cliche thing to say, like, go to the gym because it'll help. But, God damn, does it help. But it has to, right? Yeah. Well, and it, like, does, it releases endorphins. Yeah, it gets the endorphins it, it, it going. Does, and, it, like, I'm a believer in energy. I'm not a hippie where it's like salt crystals will take the pain away. <laughs> None of that bullshit. But, like, we are full of stress. Stress is energy. Anger is energy. Yeah, frustration. And the gym or any kind of physical activity, right, you're putting that energy and, like, getting rid of it through exhaustion i guess yeah, it would for be sure called, right and it's, just... it's different for everybody and like, yeah I agree. yeah i mean I've, I've never been a big fitness guy clearly yeah um but for me doing something creative is there you my go. Yeah, creative right? and that's what i've kind of dived into in the last few months and, i think like and... the most important thing is like find an outlet that works for you yes that's a big um, one for you it's comedy for me it's turned into the gym yeah 
uh, it could be anything. Like maybe you're good at video games, start a Twitch channel. Mm-hmm. You know, get your creativity. Yeah, me, out me it's way. just it's been literally anything creative, whether yeah. it's painting, whether it's comedy, whether it's. I think it's also it kind of uh, comes down to fulfillment as well. Mm-hmm. Have some kind of purpose, and it doesn't matter if your purpose is just walk your dog, but if that does it for you do that of course right something that you can say at the end of the day hey i did that yeah exactly and brings happiness to you like nobody ever like i'm not a big gym guy right but i've never had a workout i regretted yeah you know what i mean you never do you know like i'm sure your worst comedy set i I did ddp yoga a month ago i was gonna do it three times a week (laughs) i did it a month ago and i haven't done it since but like but it was actually i was pretty impressed like i was like breaking a sweat and my heart rate was going up ddp yoga is the most humbling thing in the world because you're like oh i got to lie on the ground hold my toes how hard is this and then you're sweating buckets and you're like yeah i I got 22 minutes left this is the warm-up yeah i want to get back into it yeah exactly (laughs) but i um so for me and you talked about like 16 months so yeah it's shitty job and I've been doing shitty jobs for 40 years. Like, yeah. I just shitty, non-fulfilling jobs. Um, and so I took some leave, again, because it was like, it's either keep calling in sick and not showing up, you know, and get fired, mm-hmm. or go see a doctor, try to get this fucking thing And on, I think that's another important thing. So I took like, leave. If and you can take leave, take don't it. be afraid to. No, take it. You don't get paid more for not taking it. Exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, take it. Like, don't like, burn yourself into the yes, ground. Yes, I agree. You, you get paid less, sure, and whatever, but take it if you have the opportunity to take it take it because it could but and use it don't sit around your house all fucking day yep. either which i did for a while too it's like it takes a while to get you going but uh i hate calling it a new year's resolution but it just happened to happen at the end of the year um this kind of decision and i was just like i'm not going back to fucking retail mm-hmm. i'm done like maybe part-time but like i'm not working full-time retail or working for someone else and my goal now this year is you know, you think, well, I'm going to be a wrestler. I'm going to make all my money in wrestling. Mm-hmm. Or I'm going to be a photographer. I'm going to make... And it's like, I have a bunch of, like, creative things that I enjoy doing. I don't need to... I don't need to, to make a ton of money in one. But if I can make a little bit of money yeah, of in yeah. this, this, and that... And a friend of mine, that she, she pretty much does that. Like, she, she's creative musical. She, she teaches painting. She teaches uh, music lessons. She, mm-hmm. for kids. So she does a bunch of things. And she's making a modest living out of it. And I'm yep. like, fuck, if I could do that, I'll be happy. I'll yeah, be That's I, it. And I, and you know what? 40000 a year. Like, I, I, I'd i be happy. Yep, I mean, yeah. sure, I'd want to make more. Of course, we all want to make more. But I'd be content. If I can make 40000 a year between light switch covers and selling the odd painting and doing some photography jobs and then maybe bartending once in a while. Yeah. And, and so far... It's been going well. I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying it. Yes, I'm not working. But, like... But I am making some money here and there and, and other things and, and, but to your and trying credit, to grow that. Years ago, didn't you pay for your entire wedding with light switch covers? Pretty much. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, that's yeah, crazy. I did. Yeah. Right? You yeah, know, like it was a destination wedding. No, no, don't talk it down. Five, six grand. But, but you're talking five, it yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Five, six grand is crazy. No, at one point I was making I've never like, spent more on that than for a vehicle. I, I was you know, I, like I, I made about I made about twelve thousand a year on that. That's what I mean. That, that is like insane. A, so I'm like, if I so I'm trying to get that back going. This is last year when I was depressed. I let that fall apart um, as well. So I'm, I'm trying to build that back up again. But like, um, don't forget, like you were a success doing right. That. I know. You know what I mean. And, like, all, and in my life, it's always been like, wow, you're creative. I made a fucking Barbie and Ken video in the '90s, what? and so it was a stop animation. I had a VHSC. <laughs> this is before computers and computer fucking editing and any of that. So it's all analog. And I had a, I had a, yeah, well, it was. I'll date him, I'll date him. 
so I had this VHSC and it had a stop animation feature on it. Oh, so it would cool. record like half a second. And while well, one of my unemployed uh, um, terms, I built a little fucking set. I borrowed my brother's girlfriend's Barbies and I made a fucking porno movie of Bar- Bar- uh, was a porno? Barbie and Ken. Yeah, it was a porno. Did I miss that earlier? Have or? I not shown you that? Your porno video? No, I don't think you <coughs> My stop animation Barbie and Ken porno video. I believe I saw it on <coughs> Team America World Police as well. No, no this <laughs> is, but the, again, this was in the 90s. I remember showing it. We were at a party in Collingwood, uh, Blue Mountain, and I brought it because they were like, you gotta, you gotta show everybody this. And everyone's like, why are you, like, why are you not doing this? Like, yeah. Because it was like, if you look at it now, it looks kind of cheesy and shitty compared what year to what was you this, could though? do. This was like 92, That's what I mean. Like, there was no computers. It was literally yeah. me recording That's... half a second, moving the Barbie, half a second, moving the Barbie. How long and did it take you? It took me like two or three days oh. of just like yeah, no doing kidding. that. Then I took two VCRs because like I had to put music, so I put Aqua's yeah, uh, Barbie I, I Girl. That. So I take two VCRs, one and dub each other, but then but then bring the feed for the audio from my stereo mm-hmm. that was playing Barbie Doll to feed that into. I took some clips from my actual porn for moans and groans <laughs> and stuff in it. Fuck, I'll have to bring it over one That's day unbelievable. and watch it. You gotta, you gotta watch it. You used to... You have to bring a VCR, too. Yeah. You no, used, I have it on uh, a DVD now. You used to uh, play us the recordings of when you and your buddies would do the prank calls, too. Oh, and they were the funniest it was shit. so fun. Darts or whatever. So and... <laughs> there were so many. There were so I just listened to with Ali the other day again. Like uh, It was so, so fucking you funny. You are criminally underrated with your creativity and i think and i don't I like giving you compliments and i am i know today you were like i want to trash you and i'm like that's the biggest compliment i can get from kurt like he could even come up with a fucking joke but yeah it's always been like creative and i'm like and i think when i was a kid it was like i wanted to be a rock star and that was it and yeah it was just like but even that's a creative outlet right? right but like but my focus was on that and it wasn't even that I didn't put that much energy into it to, yes. to really make it, right? Or do anything serious with it. But you are a talented musician. But yeah, and I'm like, you know, I, if I, I, I clearly creative is what's yeah. in my wheelhouse and what I enjoy doing. And that's where you get the fulfillment. Right? Exactly. When we're making those videos. I mean, any of that stuff. Like, yeah. we, I think we did pretty good oh, with what we had. we did. All the time, like when we did that. I still go back and watch it and just be like, "This is great." The one at your house, or the Benny Hill, we're running around, like, yeah, (laughs) fucking great, amazing. The saw video, Halloween, yeah. In in twenty four hours, we made a movie that Jeff Smith ruined with his. But that's what I mean, like the fulfillment of just like I think some people want to be movie stars and then they become movie stars, but it's just the fulfillment isn't there for whatever reason, and it's just that's how they fall into their trap or whatever it's just like you almost have right. to be selfish yeah, but, for sure. but do but what selfish, you yeah. want to do right but depression also because everyone's telling me oh wow you're really talented at this you're really good at that you're really good yeah, at that depression will, tell, depression you will tell you the opposite and, no i'm not it was just a v i had the vhs and it a depression will you know, also be downplay say, everything yeah you laughed at it but they were pity laughs they don't actually think uh, yeah yeah 100 percent, 100 percent. so like, that's always been the struggle and too. that hasn't hit you with your comedy yet or no. <laughs> no, well. <laughs> no, but I'm just... Okay. I think that's my favorite thing about the okay, podcast. hacker. <laughs> that's my favorite thing about the podcast, though. I don't really care about it. <coughs> it's fun. I get yeah, fulfillment. No, Every time I press end and upload it, it's just like, there's something. And I don't know what it is. It's like, it that'll... 
basically anything you create also outlives you, and I think there's something to that. Well, I don't really think like that. Well, I think that's just the creative. Like you're creative as well. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Like you're 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 very creative as well. And I think when you create anything, mm-hmm. and for me, if I do a painting, I'm like. These were in blobs of paint in a fucking yeah, tube, yeah. and now that, it's a painting. That painting you did today was honestly unbelievable. Oh, the way with my the, the bridge. The bridge. So the bridge is kind of shitty, but I like the uh, the rest of it. The rest and again, of that's it, me talking but, down. But always the clouds, me though. My shit. The clouds, yeah. like I couldn't get over. Like yeah, they were pretty. There was texture to it and stuff. No, like I, I was like that's why I was like. And I've also learned recently in the last five years that you know I always thought like art and talent and any of that stuff is is you have it or you don't. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Everything's fucking learned. You can learn. You said that anything. to me years ago, and that's. And I wish I knew that when I was eighteen, because I would have like practiced singing more. Yeah. You know, like I, I was listening to myself singing the other day, and I'm like, I'm not great, but compared to like twenty years ago. Yeah. I was fucking. I couldn't hold the tune, or even that bridge thing. I couldn't do that fucking ten years ago. So I mean, anything's learned. We drive cars, which are more complicated than Very half true. the shit that we do, and we and drive them with muscle memory. Without yeah, even I was thinking. gonna say the crazy right? thing with driving cars is even on the way over here. I was in Oakville, and all of a sudden, oh, I'm on the Skyway? Yeah. Like, how yeah. did, how and, did and you happen? made the turns, and you do... It, right. Yeah. And so we, we can do far more complicated things than sing or draw or any of that shit. It's just passion and, and, and practice. I mean, that's... And it's all, like, work ethic, too. Like, yes. if you set your mind to something and you're committed to it, you can do it. Yeah, and you have to enjoy it. Like, I, yeah. I, when I paint, like, I don't... I barely smoke mm-hmm. or vape or anything. Like, I, I just... My mind is occupied and i'm like just all of a sudden it's three hours later and i'm like holy fuck that's <laughs> like, why i've fallen in love with a lego lately yeah yeah i, yeah, I was never another... a kid with lego i'm doing a set tomorrow i can't wait it's just just one of those puzzles i was being a puzzle three right. days when well, i was that's younger what lego is nowadays yeah it's, yeah but it's just like you have to zone out yeah. it needs your undivided attention and then when you're done you're just like oh wow that was four hours i feel great you know i haven't been clenching my jaw my back's relaxed you, you know? accomplished something yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm done something you created I had something fun. out of then a I bunch come of over blocks, and just knock right? it off the shelf exactly. and you do it again yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah it's, it's, I think the art of creating anything is just yeah all of a sudden there's something there that that wasn't there that wasn't there, there. Yeah. that didn't exist so would you say from a year ago to right now that's been the biggest thing for you the focusing on just realizing that Maybe I don't have to work full time mm-hmm. to survive, and kind of realizing that now I need to plan. I need to actually make money. I need to do photography jobs. I need to do, but putting my energy into that instead of going to a shitty fucking job every day mm. that I hate. Yeah, that's the worst. way better. <laughs> it's yeah. way better. All right, and I'll, and I'll do bartending once in a while, and you know, so I have something that's gonna bring Absolutely. some substantial money, right? We almost um, have to do that. Yeah, I mean, I can't, especially at, in the beginning, but. That's that's kind of my my hope and my dream for this year and the next year or two is to be able to just make eighty percent of my income via creative outlets. It's gonna be unbelievable because I think almost that's what everybody wants to do. We're not put on this earth to work. No, no, of course not. We're not. Mm-hmm. We, and that's a very Life's too goddamn short to do that. That's what I mean. You're you're here for but, seven. But there are tons of people. My brother is a is a building inspector. Loves his job. You know. Mm-hmm. There are people that love what they do, yeah, and that's awesome. Yeah, but the majority of people, I think, I think, but, yeah, but okay. In your brother, for your brother, he loves what he does. If somebody says you didn't have to do this anymore, would you? Probably would you not. volunteer? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. No, no, you know, it's like when you see those guys that fucking win the lottery and like, I'm still going to my job. I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, I'm gonna slap you in the head. Yeah, I, I agree. What the fuck is Here's wrong the with thing, you? Here's the thing, though, and I'm gonna debate this for a second because I think I would be 
too bored at home. No, you're not. I think I would be. You're rich. Oh, I, I'd be too bored, absolutely. But I wouldn't be doing my job. I'd be putting. I'd be putting. Going all... on vacation for a month. I'd be going. Not even though, but I like if I had enough money where I didn't have to work anymore, I would still need some kind of structure where I wake up. But yet again, it would be like okay, for the next six months, I'm working eight hours a day on short films. Yeah, that's what fair. I like to, you know, right. like, yeah. that's my job. I couldn't just sit at home with no planning. Sure, right? sure. Obviously, I, I'm going to paint. I'm going to do things. Yes, whatever. Then. Yeah, of course. I'm not going to be. You're going to do the things you love. That's yes. the, yeah. the point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to do the things that you love. If you could make a living making short, uh, short films, you would. Yeah. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Um, be doing something. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah. If you had all this money in the world, yeah, of course. Uh, I'm still going to fucking do shit. And, yeah. Because even now, for me, like. I'm not selling cell phones to fucking people that don't need old ladies that don't need a fucking iPhone 11. Fair. I think for me, like even now when I have days off, I just get so bored mm-hmm. that like I need to do something. Because, I've noticed that with you. Yeah. By talking to you, because I'll die for a day off, yeah. and sometimes I'll even talk to you, and you'll be excited for a day off, and then I'll talk to you a week later, and I'll realize you filled that day off. Yep. Right. Yeah. And it's just I did something. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Like I can do, I can do absolutely nothing for a couple days, three days usually. See, this is probably super unhealthy, but what I do is I just do things and do things and do things and do things and do things, and then I'll wake up one day and be like, well, well I'm just gonna sleep all day today. Mm-hmm. And I call yeah, them, I do that too. I call them crash days because I think that's fairly normal though. Is it? Because everyone calls me weird when I tell them that. No, but I also think we're in the we're in the era of hustling nonstop, yeah, and I think for sure. most people do it. Most people don't admit they do it. Mm, that's fair. Right? Especially in the world of pro wrestling where you can't admit that you like downtime because then you don't like it. You're you're not trying hard yeah, enough. Trying right. enough. You know? It's just... Like, I remember... I saw somebody tweet this forever ago and I've said it on the podcast. <laughs> Enjoyed time is never wasted time. That's true. Right? Exactly. If you enjoy playing video games all night, all day, Mellow might go, you're wasting time. But if I'm enjoying no, it, I'm not wasting it. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, like, that's fair. Like... So really, like yeah, that, but I, I mean, I'll do that, and then I'll be like, "Fuck, I just wasted like, like part of me wants to get rid of TV." Oh yeah, well, oh screens. You want to talk about depression and screen time and the fucking Venn diagram? That's yeah. fucking. Part of me wants to get like I can't, I can't get I rid of it because I mean, it's hey, it's an art medium. Like the, the, it's how you watch movies and TV Did shows. Did Andy and that, ever you know. tell you like the box theory? Yeah, he. I can't remember it. Like but everything. Everything's a box. Is your is house. A box. Your, yes. Yeah, yeah. And it's like. So for him, he just goes out in nature and is like, there's no boxes out here. Yeah. It's trees. It's weird shapes. But like, when you look at it, like we're recording on a cell phone, that's a box. There's an ashtray here. That's a box. This magazine's a box. We're, a we're sitting in a box. <laughs> yeah. We have a box of tools. Like everywhere you look, there's Church a box. Church vagina's a box. Yeah. Gaping. Yeah. <laughs> well, they also said, I've heard this on a lot of podcasts recently, and I think there's a lot of truth to it. We're so disconnected from nature now. Mm-hmm. Before, like... We started as hunter-gatherers. I, a lot of people bring everything back to our caveman days. And I think that was fucking 8,000 years ago or whatever. Right. I don't think we can always dissect everything to back to when we did we're this. We're evolving. We're right. still exactly. evolving. Exactly. We're, right. we're an evolving species. But I do believe, like, it is proven you need sunlight. For you sure. need yes. it. Yes. Right? You die without it. So there's definitely something there where it's just, like, in the winter, I go to work. It's dark out. I come home. Yeah. It's dark, dark out. Yeah. I don't leave my house, and those are the most depressing kind of days. And that's well, when, that's why depression a lot of times the yeah. winter blues. That's and, yes, when you know, my depression kicks into high. Like are, just last Monday was Blue Monday. Yeah. And they said like it's, it's 
been documented it's the most depressing day of the year people's credit card bills come from the holidays and whatnot it's dark all the time uh, all the holiday parties are over so you're alone now you literally have nothing to look forward to yeah until summer the weather's shitty exactly yeah. so now they're saying like it's a big thing to even stand go outside and just stand barefoot on the ground and it's called grounding and it's you just are like a hippie now hmm? you are a hippie. i'm a bit of a hippie ross is a big hippie and do you but, know if you have the coronavirus, you can just rub a little coconut oil on it, and it uh, clears it right up. I heard only people that get vaccines got the coronavirus, so... <laughs> yeah. That's what you so get. You're safe. Yeah, yeah, that, so... Yeah. You idiots. <laughs> but yeah, like, there's a... We've also left nature totally. Oh, for sure. It's a big deal. Which is why, like, I try and go camping at least once a summer, because mm-hmm. it's like... I'm just gonna spend three, four days outside and do nothing else. Good for the soul, man. Yeah. yeah I agree. I mean, a campfire... I, People will be like, I'll go for a walk. And I'm like, I hate going for a walk. Mm-hmm. Like, I just feel it. Like, there's no... I need a purpose. Where am I going? Why yeah. am I walking? Where? I why, why am I not that. taking the car? Why is it a lot faster? Like, I just... But, like, it, it, give me a camera. I'll, I'll go outside. I'll, like, I'll, I'll enjoy nature. I'll... But also... I'm doing something. There is nature. something different from walking in an urban environment to then you go to a wooded area or something. Have you ever, like... This is going to be one of the gayest things I say today. <laughs> No, but for real. Some gay shit. Have you ever just sat back and gone, colors are pretty amazing? Colors are wild, dude. Yeah, we take it for granted. But in general, like, just if you just, we have so much, we look at our phone for stimulation. You look around and really kind of appreciate it all. Like, just. Yeah, I mean, getting into photography kind of like teaches you that. For sure. That teaches you that, right? Because it's like you're looking at on your phone is a box. No, it's a picture. No, I mean, I'm looking at porn. Okay, well, uh, it's, but it's a picture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's, it's a, a picture vagina. Of, of a vagina. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a shotgun wound. Yeah, that's correct. Well, back when I got into Bob Ross painting, oh yeah, in the in before it was cool for all the stoners to watch it. I remember watching this guy, and I'm like, it's cool. So I went and bought all the fucking. I couldn't draw shit, and I, I drew it. And I remember like one of the things I got out of that little phase was looking at like trees in a different way, just looking at shapes in nature. Just look because when you're painting. I'm not painting an individual leaf on every fucking tree. Yeah. I'm just kind of putting blotches and some highlights, and now it's the illusion of yes. the trees. If you look at it, you know, same thing, you know, with the painting today, if you look at those clouds, it's just blotches of white. Yeah. But there's enough, like, contrast, and there's, to, to make it, so you kind of look at things a lot differently. I'm like, how the hell did your dog open the door? That oh. scared the shit out of That looks great. See all the wrinkles, though? It's fine. Yeah, talk about it. But that's... Yeah, don't talk about it. Don't. And this crease is because I don't have the right iron thing. It looks great, though. That looks really good. He's going to love it. Yeah, that's perfect. That's awesome. That's pretty cool. Right? Plus, you were talking about camping. Camping? You can camp under that. Oh, Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) It was a good joke. We we didn't give it what it deserved. Yeah, that's a sleeping bag right there. (laughs) I thought it was a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Holy moly. That is an XL right. snuggie. That is a cool car tarp. Like, that is really... <laughs> that a barbecue cover? I had to, um, in order to make your credit card work or for it to go through, Yeah. I had to log on to the app on my phone because it was saying like your my internet wasn't connected. Can you just or repeat wasn't... the credit card number <laughs> and the expired date? And the I'll just t- send you a picture of it. Um, I was going, I was trying to do it on my computer. It's like connection failed or something. Yeah, I it's saw like, that. And I'm like, I don't know what the heck's going on. So then I went on my phone and I just did it on my phone and I purchased the cutout. Yeah. 
And then since I purchased the cutout on my account, I went onto my account on my computer. And it worked? And it worked. Good. It was stupid. It looks great, though. Thank you. You're welcome. I'm not making the fag one tonight. Jeez, watch your mouth. Watch your mouth. Holy I didn't know. Moly. The, one, the didn't... cigarette one for the, oh, the British guy. Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. I didn't know what this was. What's your favorite chips, Ross? Salt and vin... All dressed? You liar. Never had salt and vinegar. You guys excited? Yet. Two months. <laughs> I know. Two, almost two months today we leave. Yeah. yeah. What, are you already there, Kurt? Yeah. Have fun at the bachelor party that I won't be at. It's not my fault you're the only guy that flies out on the day of the wedding. <laughs> I'm not. I'm on the way. I'm leaving on the Wednesday. Whatever. The day before the wedding, okay? I'm sorry. Yeah, sorry. I'm still trying to go on Tuesday. Um, And if you want to deal with that, talk to her, <laughs> no, okay? I, I don't talk to her. Exactly. Yeah, I don't talk, talk to Bradzilla. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You think I was the one that was like, no! You're doing the bad okay. report. No, I'm no, no. I'm, <coughs> I'm sticking up for you. I'm just saying. Just, are you sticking up for me? I don't know. I'm trying to, dig out, like of, trying to dig out of a hole here. Because our conversation but was, Mello I'm said, sure it'll be fine. Let's process. Let me process it. And you're like, oh, it'll be fine. I'm like, no, I'm, don't tell you me. You brought up it good is. points. I'm on your side. Good points. You. What are you guys doing Wednesday? Uh, if she wants I, to get a little tanked. It's my yeah. bachelorette. The next day. I want to drink. Yeah. I don't want to get married the next day, being hungover. Oh. Yeah. You're going to be married in no, Vegas. No, 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 no. You have to no, get you're married. You're going to be in Vegas. Hungover. You're not going to be hungover. You're going to still be drinking. Yeah. No. It's I'm Vegas. Not, I'm not going to be still be drinking. Okay. So remember, guys. What's... How funny will it be if I start drinking and I'm hungover? <laughs> I funny. had my first drink the night before. Or what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, except for gonorrhea. Don't you bring that shit back. Wedding, then. You don't yeah, you don't that. even need to be there. No. <laughs> I need a cardboard cutout. <laughs> I'll get a mask like, uh, oh, I'm, I almost gave away a big Ontario Indie Wrestling secret. Uh, I <laughs> yeah, you did. Away a secret about no, 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 I, I almost said, no, I almost said something, but I would have had to cut the whole podcast out of. Oh, you I need probably to know what should that is after. after what I walked in here saying. What, what was that? What'd you say? What? I don't remember. She said she's going to make the flag. You can't get canceled. You don't really have a Twitter. I opened the uh, I opened the podcast saying I was joining the KKK, so it's fine. But that's just factual. She was just speaking hate crimes here. <laughs> that's true. Right? That's true. Right? You're I just a white supremacist. I told you what I wasn't going to do for you, Kurt. What? Make you that shirt that you wanted. Don't try ah. to turn this ah. around. Don't try to turn it around. I mean, that's exactly what I was saying. Ah. Got him. Mm -mm. All right, whatever. Go take your bigotry back into the house. Okay, the men are out here. The fellas. Fellas. Can you close the door, please? It's chilly. It's freezing. Wow, you're their baby. Yeah, all right. It was warm until the dogs opened the door. Video's coming out this year. I swear to God it is. Yeah, I bet. I bet. September 1st, 2019 release date. <laughs> you know, it's currently January 31st, 2020. It's coming out. It's, I'm Jesus, doing it. I have time now. I can't remember. Whoa. I need to figure out my new... You just have to record the song once, no, I know, which but I you need... can do in 20 minutes. I know, minutes. I know. I just need to figure out my routine. Like, you mean, what routine? Like, I need to have, like, if I'm going to do this thing of, like, just making money, staying home, and doing my thing, I need to, like, have an actual plan and, like... But not releasing things is the worst plan. <laughs> it is the worst plan. Right? I know, I've tried. But, like, I need to have, like, Tuesday, I'm doing music stuff. Uh, you know, our schedule time to write... Like, that's what do you what I do tomorrow? To to. What are you doing tomorrow? You got the kids? Uh, no. Well, looks I, like you're doing a music video. I could do. It. I could do the song. Do it. I really. Because it's really weird that we filmed a gay sex scene that you haven't released. <laughs> I did it for. We have comedy. to do it again now. I have a beard. It's not going to be. It's that's not gonna better. Hurt. I didn't have a beard back then. 
Well, it's going to be good. You can also shave it within those 20 minutes of recording the song. Or flashbacks. Or Hitler mustache for the rest of your life. <laughs> if you ever thought of that, let's bring back the I mustache. That. Let's bring it back. Charlie Chaplin had it. Right? Like, 60 years, we can't have a fucking little mustache anymore? In everybody else's defense, out of all the mustaches, <laughs> it's probably the worst one. Yeah, he, he chose a good one to use That's to true. blackball. Imagine it was the Fu Manchu, the Hogan, and then Ho we're used to Hogan with the Hitler stash all his life. <laughs> yeah, start writing Auschwitz the musical. I think we can do it. <laughs> Making fun of Hitler is in now. Jojo Rabbit, Springtime for Hitler. There's that other one. Did you see Jojo Rabbit? I haven't yet. Isn't it great? So good. I loved every second of it. I rewatched Schindler's List last night. I don't never watch to that. get ready for this depression episode. I think it's like I don't know if I can. I think I'd just fall in a pool of my own tears it, it's like, very sad but i think it's also very important like, yeah 100 percent. like it's just there's not only is it like it's scary that that's a true story and you see the survivors at the end but it's also just a spoiler alert yeah, it's, it's also just an unbelievable movie though don't tell me a bunch of jews die at the end i swear to god don't no, ruin they, it for me no no they don't <laughs> well, six million of them die throughout the movie so. <laughs> spoiler alert <laughs> But yeah, it, it's like... No, I, I know, I was, I was talking about that the other day. I'm like, I really should watch it. It's like it an important good. movie to watch. It, there's actually um, sadder Holocaust movies. It's not... It's very sad. But I don't think... I think a lot of people don't watch it because they think it's the saddest movie ever. Very sad. I don't think it's the worst one. The Boy in the Straight Pajamas or whatever. Mm, yeah, that was either. tough. That's a rough one. That was one. a rough watch. That's a rough one. There's even movies not about the Holocaust that are actually... This sounds terrible. Sadder. <laughs> but, like, this is Pay just... Pay it forward when he dies. <laughs> but in this... This movie is that about a, a guy... sad movie, too. Sad. This Ella movie is... A, knees. This movie is about a guy saving people as well. So I think that yes, helps right. it. So there's a happy... Yes, yes. There is... Light on... What's the uh, All Quiet on the Western Front? That's from, like, the 30s, isn't it? It's, I think it's a Holocaust. That's the other thing I gotta do. I gotta watch Gone with the Wind. I gotta watch Why Casablanca. Why watch Gone with the Wind? I don't know Why the watch Casablanca? Watch Who cats. says they're classics? Watch people cats. said. Has anyone said they're a classic yes, from the people. past 70 years What though? if we do drugs first? <laughs> Maybe that might be an There's option. not enough. I have zero interest. Here's you the thing. The one I think Cat Taylor lady. Swift is kind of hot. Who? I'll say it. Cat Taylor Swift. Cat Taylor She's yeah, a cat. Yeah, she's got giant jugs in it. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Yeah, you were looking at Dame uh, Judy Dench. You know what's worse than The Holocaust? Cats, the movie. <laughs> Hitler should have just shown that. exterminated them. Yeah, if they go in the showers, they just play cats on loops. Jesus. But here's a question for you. Mm -hmm. Because, just trying to word this right. Just spit it out. ignorance is bliss. Because depression is a normal human emotion. Sure. We have it for a reason. We have lows so we can experience highs. Of course. Right. Once in a while, I'll go on YouTube and just listen to sad songs. Sometimes it's just nice to be sad. And I understand sadness and depression is a difference. Yeah, it's different. Do you guys do that, though, ever? Because sometimes it's just nice to, when it's a rainy day out, to be to sit in your own fucking sappiness. For sure. Or do you guys yeah, experience I mean, I think that that's too different. much? Like, I don't, I don't do know, it a lot. There's, like, I was seeing someone a little while ago that was, I was really into, and then they kind of, we, she kind of broke it off, and oh, it was pretty sad. You know? Yeah. And uh, so I like, started listening to sad. So I got into Ed Sheeran and all of a sudden mm -hmm. listening to all these Ed Sheeran love songs uh, and shit. But like, that's, to me, that's not, it's different than depression. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's what I think. It's definitely different, but I think it can also influence it. Like if I'm having a shitty day, mm -hmm. 
and I'll put on like sad songs. Like, hey, you know what? Someone else has a shitty day too. Mm, that's you know? interesting. See, I don't see it like that. If, I, if I'm having like a bad or shitty day and I'm listening to sad, depressing songs or watching a depressing movie, and I'm like, it's right. Fucking world sucks. Why are we here? <laughs> but then other times if I'm like in a really happy mood, I'll listen to sad music. You just wanted to go back to the future. Like that's... <laughs> and it'll be fine. Yeah, yeah. Which makes no sense, but... I had this talk with Ross, though, and she could not understand it, because... Well, I mean, I she just came in here and... Yeah, and dropped the F word. <laughs> but, uh, though, I can't remember how it came up, but I was just saying, like... Oh, I talked to her about space a lot, because the older I get, the more interested I am in space. Just how... It is so much of an unknown. How mm -hmm. it's infinite. It's kind of crazy. It, it, uh, they say it's it. actually so big, our minds can't handle it. Right. Right? Which is interesting in but itself. But how do they know it's so big that their minds can't handle it? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's I, mind had to handle it for them to think of that. But they say, like, they're pretty positive space is infinite. And our brains aren't big enough to even realize what infinite means. Right, but I mean, how do they know it's infinite? They Even don't. if it's not, it's so big, it's it is almost big. like too big. But like, yeah. like. Uh, but what I'm getting at is like, we are so, so we're not even the biggest planet. Right. No. Like we're and not. Earth is huge. Yeah, that's what I mean. Right. Like it's huge for us. We're not even the biggest planet. The planet's giant to us. Right. And it's just, you realize like, we're so minuscule in the frame of things. Sometimes when don't I don't you feel that when you're like on a, in a plane and you see the little cars driving by, like that's yes. Like, don't you, I feel like so like we're so insignificant and small. But like, that's what I mean. And sometimes like when my anxiety gets the best of me or I get stressed about something stupid, I'm just like none of the none everything's of pointless. Yeah, yeah. Everything is yeah. pointless, right? And it's just that actually has a calming effect on me because it just I just realize like whatever my problem is in the grand scheme of things, it's nothing. It doesn't mean anything in the universe. The world's never gonna stop turning and. If the world does stop turning, fucking Mars is going to keep going. Like, it is so unimportant, and that kind of right. levels me. Whereas her, that scares the fuck out of me. She's like, what's scary. the point of living if nothing matters? And it's just like, it It was interesting how... Well, that's kind of like religion, too. Like, people that are atheists versus... Well, I'm you know, sure that's how we got in the conversation. The afterlife, yet. it's like... I get why some people would be scared shitless to think there's no afterlife. Yeah. Like, that this is it. But I don't know. I think this is it. Like, I think this is it. Yeah. The, 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 you grew up religious. Are you still religious? Yeah. 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 And you, are you Christian? Yeah. So you believe heaven and hell? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, are you practicing still? To an extent. Yeah. Yeah. Because you were. Uh, I went through church like church camp. Was it? Yeah. Was that what you call it? Bible camp. Bible, Bible camp. Yeah. Because I'm not anti-religion. I'm not anti-fanatic in any religion. Obviously. Absolutely. But like, I, I'm not anti-religion. If if you get happiness and joy and, that's and it. Like, hope I, I'm and, the, and it, it makes you a better person. My kids are in Catholic school. Yeah. I, that's fine. It I, teaches you valuable yeah. lessons that I understand. All the parables of Jesus. The yeah. guy was a cool dude. Yeah. He's yeah. a good dude. Like, so there's nothing, whether he's real or not, and, and, and science says that he, there was a guy named Jesus uh, who lived in the in those, in that in that area. Well, not whether he's a son of God or not. That's, that's the debate. But yeah, there's no, if it makes you a better person, as long as it makes you a better person. Yeah, a lot, because there's a there's lot, a lot of, people, of religious people who are the worst people. Oh, 100%. I, and I, I think I, part of why I was turned off so much by religion, my parents started the first Portuguese church in Scarborough. Really? They used to go drive downtown to go to listen to Mass in Portuguese. And they thought, there's a lot of Portuguese in, in thing. I wonder if we can get something going. Well, yeah, I had Mass in my basement for the longest time. Did you really? Yeah, I had Mass in my basement. We had uh, First, we went to a school before the church was built. Um, 
So I was like, my parents were there. They were the forefront of that. Like, it's kind of cool. I like that. I it like is the, cool. I like the idea that that church is there, and my dad put the fucking pews in and did all the work in yeah, there, and, cool. and and not only that, all the back work and like collecting names and collecting positions to go that's to really bishops cool. to go. Hey, we have enough people to warrant having a church here. Um, so I think that's kind of a cool legacy that my parents uh, have done. But I saw some of the worst backstabbing, hatred, jealousy hypocritical bullshit in that whole process that it it really turned me off on religion religion can be very divisive right yeah. and, and i think just, that's the problem yeah it's just uh it's, it's like, crazy because like, i kind of like politics to be when honest you boil, it's the, it's the exact thing. same thing like i was i was talking to my my buddy mike who's really into politics and the only time i really talk about politics i'm not overly well versed in politics at all but i'm like what's this democrat republican pc yeah liberal which one or the other it's black and white like there's different issues what if you're anti-capital punishment but pro-abortion or anti-abortion like does that conflict do i have to pick both like you know what i mean like i'm anti-abortion but i'm pro-life or pro-choice yeah like it's not my body to decide but personally i think it's killing of a child you're like oh you can't i had an argument with my my sister-in-law on sunday well, you can't. That's that's impossible. I'm like, no, it's not impossible. Like, I'm. I wouldn't do it. I'd be horrified if I was with somebody, and thank God I never had to go through that. That, that if I knock somebody up, and, and they would. Uh, but you understand and appreciate. But it's not that my it's body, choice. and I yeah. can't. I can't. I can't ever feel. What's it, what it's like to carry a life that I don't want? Yeah, that I'm not ready for or whatnot. But I still think it's killing of a baby, personally, Absolutely. right? But, but yeah. So where does that put me politically? <laughs> yeah. Right. Like. I think going back to the the religion thing, it's like I have my faith, and I'm the worst thing I could do is try and push that on you. Yes, that's a big thing. Well, that's it. Do your you thing. Did, you said it perfectly in that sentence. I have my faith. Yeah, it's yeah. what I believe. Yes. It's not what you believe, yeah. and I don't care. I'm not going to judge you because you don't think other like if you're not a, a religious person, fine. That's fine. Like, just, I always joke, I'm, I'm closer to agnostic than atheist, so my Catholic upbringing just won't let me completely deny, just in case. Right. Yeah, yeah. You know? Because, <laughs> like, I don't know, are you atheist? I don't know if I'm atheist. I, I, I guess if I was to explain it, it would come off atheist. Yeah, I think so. See, like, and my ex-father-in-law was atheist, and I always say to him, like, listen, if I'm wrong, I'm warm food. It doesn't matter. Yeah. You're wrong. You're fucked, dude. But, see, <laughs> whereas I believe it, I want to go, you know, if, if there is a heaven, I want to be like, listen, I, me and you die in a car accident. We're up there at the pearly gates, and I'm like, oh, shit, there's an actual fucking heaven. Listen, I always said maybe. I, so I don't know. He was like, fuck no. Like, <laughs> but, see, and, and I kind of think the same along the same lines, but that's why I try to live a true and honest and good life. Well, and that's so the that, that's the thing. That's the thing. So if there is, it'd be like, all right, I, yeah. you didn't give me a lot to go on, all right, dude? Yeah. Like, okay, you're here. I try to be a good guy. Reli you don't need religion to have ethics. Yeah, no. no right? For sure, for sure. No. But so. that being said, there's a lot of people who... Have religion and don't have ethics. Yeah, they're like yes. super religious yes. and they just don't understand. Yeah, that that is the most amazing thing. Like when, the, when the Catholic fanatics would kill the abortion doctors. But it's all crazy because when you boil like, down... What? Yeah. When you you're, boil you're, down every religion, it all boils down to... The same two just, principles. Yeah. Love yourself, love, each other. love your neighbor. Yeah. Yeah. 
And yeah, it's love like, your neighbor like you love yourself. Yeah. That's pretty much and it. And kill the gays, typically. Yeah, like a lot of times it's kill the gays. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, that's usually hidden. That, uh, I think I'm Seek, actually. I was uh, talking to my, my Seek buddy. Anytime I hear about Seek, I'm like, yeah, I can carry seven daggers on me. I, I, no, but it's not even that. It's just like they're they're very, you want to believe in a God, believe in a God. You don't want to believe, but it's the bottom principle is just be good to yeah. each other. That's it. Yeah. And I it's kind of, they don't force, you can pray if you want, but then you're not going to hell if you don't pray or if you don't believe that there's a God. I'm like, okay, I'm down with that. Also, just be a good person. As of right now, there's almost seven and a half billion people in the world. So, whatever I believe in, as crazy as it is, there's that 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 church of the flying spaghetti monster or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Right. So you can literally believe in anything, and say everybody, no matter what your belief is, you go to that heaven or hell. No matter what I believe in, as complicated as I make it in my head, somebody's got the same thought. There's gonna be a big group of us, no matter where you go. Right. For sure. Right. For sure. Like going, oh shit. Yeah. Dude. Jews are right. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> whatever happens. And I'd be like, listen, I'm born Catholic. What do you want me to do? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was born into this. Yeah, you, it's your fault. <laughs> You're the God. You could have made me born into your earth thing. I just think it's so fucking... I just think religion is so interesting. I, I, well, again, growing up in it and seeing so many weird things in religion. I remember, like, as a, like I have questions. Like, I don't quite... Don't believe in God yet, but I have questions. Yeah. Like, and I remember... Um, it must have been like 10. And my parents, we went to, to church downtown. Um, it was like big, because a Catholic, it's all about guilt. We carry the fucking yes. death mask Jesus yeah. with the fucking death barbed wire. Yeah, it's barbed wire. He's got fucking blood all over the place. He looks like Bulbs Mahoney. Like, <laughs> he's fucking like a skinny Bulbs Mahoney, but. Yeah, current Bulbs Mahoney. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so they're carrying this big giant Jesus statue with blood coming. Like, it's a pretty grotesque yeah, it is. image to like have of this guy who was supposed to be a really good guy yeah. helped a lot of people. At his worst. Let's show the worst <laughs> thing ever. And there was a lady behind she's praying like the rosary. Which I, thought like you, the, the, I thought you were imitating she was texting. <laughs> no, she wasn't texting. She was praying the rosary which uh, if you're not Catholic it's just it's a bunch of beads the and they, you, you, you say our, uh, our fathers and Hail Marys and repetition blah blah blah. But she's walking on her knees on the road in the pavement. And her knees are bleeding. And I was like 10, I'm like, Mom, like, what? this lady, like, she's bleeding, like, someone want to help her? Like, yeah. like no, no, she's, she's, she's doing a sacrifice for God. And it would just kind of hit me at 10. I remember, like, being so poignant, like, this is the God we're praying for? The guy, he wants this? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's weird. The guy's fucked up, man. And if that's true, and I, I, I understand it is, but, like, from that, we're making a sacrifice from God, I can see how another religion can go, we have to kill this woman. As a sacrifice to God, like right, I can right. see how it just kind of expands. And well, there has bigger. been, yeah, I absolutely. mean, there has been in the, in the past that would kill for sacrifice to God. Freaking the story in the Old Testament about uh, Abraham, and God wakes him up in the middle of the night and says, "Hey, Abraham, do you, do you love me?" He's like, "Yeah." Do you believe in me? He's like, "Yeah." All right, go wake up your son. <laughs> what? Yeah, go wake up your son. You're gonna, you guys are gonna go for a walk with the mountain. Bring a knife. <laughs> Wait, well, bud. And fucking me, he's looking, fucking, hey, come on, son, we're going for a walk. Dad, it's one in the morning, why do you have a knife? They're walking up the mountain, and he's ready to fucking kill his son for God, because that's what God wanted. And then God goes, all right, I believe you. You're oh good. My, yeah. And I'm like, what an asshole. That's a fucking yeah. asshole. If there is a God, I think it's <clears throat> Like, I believe he's either all great or all good. He can't be both. Right. Right? Like, he's either, it's one or the other, because you can't be, if he's all great, why are little kids dying of these horrible diseases? 
Yeah. You know, like it doesn't. It's God's plan. I guess so, but God has a fucking plan. Right. Is all I'm that's saying. what I'm saying. Like, he's not all good if that's the case. Right. And not all powerful if he that he can't. All I that. need, I would become uh, a religious preacher. I just need a sign and nothing subtle. <laughs> right. Open the door right now. Dressed up how I think you're dressed up. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, but you'd fucking, call the fucking 911 if he showed up. If Jesus showed up right now. If Jesus showed up right now. in sandals and a robe with a beard. Flying around the backyard be like, what do I have to do right now, Kurt, for you to believe in me and for you to, like, carry on my word or whatever? And I'd be like, I need you to cartwheel and then eat all the dog poop in my lawn and then shit out breadsticks. One big giant breadsticks. Yeah, whatever it may, may be. And he does that, I'll be like, not calling the cops. That like, message, right, I gotta go to Jesus. church right now. I'm spreading the good Lord's word. But it's always like, no, you, you'll see it when you believe hard enough. Yeah, you, you believe pretty hard. You've never seen I've never seen no, the thing. No, I've no, never seen no. the thing. And it's just like, that's that's where it gets me. I just need a sign. I say the same thing with ghosts. Yeah, I don't not believe me. it. Just give me it like. Yeah, don't be subtle. I said this yesterday. I'm like, if I'm a ghost, I'm not going to be fucking subtle. I'll tell you that much right now. Oh, I'd be like, hey, yo, it's mellow. <laughs> fucking dead. I'm a motherfucking ghost. That's, I'm not going to like... I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to move the fucking bottle across hey, the table. See this picture frame? I'm going to I'm gonna move it half an inch. Yeah, no, I'm not doing that. Yeah. I'm not turning on your lights and turn them off. I'm like, what the fuck is that? It's no CD, guys. Maybe. No, Aziz Ansari uh, talks about ghosts. Have you ever listened to his bit on ghosts? No. It's fucking hilarious. He's like, no, they're they're not saying boo. They're they're amazed at modern technology. They're ooh, <laughs> running water. Ooh, <laughs> you've never seen it. And he's like, where's the modern ghosts? There's been people that died in the last twenty years. Where are these ghosts? Exactly. Someone yeah. at the edge of the bed texting, go, do you have the wife password? <laughs> no, it's always a kid from the 1600s yeah. who got killed in the basement. Yeah, did we stop making ghosts yeah. in the fucking 1800s? Is that what happened? Like, where where are all the other ghosts? Although, like, could you imagine? This Sunday, God shows up on some cliff somewhere. You're like, hey, all you motherfuckers that don't believe me, the ra- rapture's coming, and you've run out of time. <laughs> you got 24 I'd be like, Kurt said no. <laughs> I was like, maybe. I, it'd be nice. Could I you, remember. Could you imagine the hysteria that oh, would happen, though? It would be insane. You're like, fucking Terminator Rise of We've the Machines. We've had like 48 raptures this past year, so according I mean, to the preachers. Yeah. So, oh, so one day we were every Thursday. Was it uh, 2012? I was on the beach in Port Dover the day it was supposed to happen. It was like the day after Macho Man died. Right. Like, remember that? Yeah, and yeah. Everyone was like, oh, Macho Man saved us. <laughs> and I remember he just sitting himself. on the beach with Trev and Alex Dell. And, like, we knew it was that day because we, like, it was a big deal. Right? right. We knew about it. Maybe it wasn't 2012 or whatever it was. It was May. And we were on the beach. And we were all just like, hey, guys, if it happens... This is the place to go. Like we were just, we're having fun. Exactly, and we were almost like, "Come on, like, <laughs> like this is great." And like I remember, we drove home. The sun's going down. We're like, "If it happens now, we're pretty pissed." Like, <laughs> Can you look at your phone? Jesus, for a second? Oh, we're recording. Yeah, we're On recording. Your phone? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Wait a minute. Oh, you called me. Oh, I'm in shit. Oh, you're in trouble. What are you going to say? Edit your podcast right now. Someone's not getting his ass licked tonight. There's a weird man in the front yard eating all the dog shit. <laughs> yeah, that's good. That's, good? that's okay. perfect. Thank you. Come on. Come on, Nice. <laughs> right? That's good. When that shirt is released via picture sometime tomorrow, I just want you to know that uh, we have proof now that she did it all. <laughs> she sent me that's true. the template. Her entire idea. I just said, yes, that's good. I didn't design it. I gave no input. How crazy would that be if that was Jesus right there? <laughs> right? Just, you ran. 
Just shoveling dog shit in his mouth. Shitting out Olive Garden breadsticks. Remember what we did to him last time he was here? Yeah. He ain't fucking coming back. It was that same kid. It's a joke. He's like, yeah, my only savior that could use his hand is a fucking whistle. <laughs> <laughs> I love Sam Kinison. Yeah, he's good. He's, he's okay. A, a former if you're into just yelling. Oh, but he's got Which good yelling. Is. He's yeah. good yelling, man. And his whole bit on religion, The Last Supper, like, oh my God, it's fucking great. He's sitting up there. It's so, and everybody's around. It's so sad that he has to die. And Jesus is like, yeah, maybe if someone got a ladder and a pair of pliers, I wouldn't. <laughs> ladder and pair of pliers would have been a different book. <coughs> you like, like this. There's no way that Jesus was married. There's no, there's no, no wife's gonna buy this story. He leaves on Friday with twelve other dudes. <laughs> Comes back on Monday looking like hell. Where have you been, Savior? Covered in juices and holes. Oh, you know where I was? You know where I was? I was dead. Yeah, it it, it is super interesting though. Like I'm in no rush today, but it is gonna be interesting to no, see what sure. happens, right? Yeah. Okay, until you get fifty, your mortality, you start thinking about your mortality a lot more. Uh, I like you're, what, 30? I just turned. You just turned 30. So you're still, like, I think my more than half your now. life ahead of you. The I... past six months, hitting 30 was a milestone for me because I realized I have memories. I can finally say, I could have said it before, but now I can say, like, oh, I, I remember doing that 20 years ago. You know what I mean? And, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I was 10. Like, I, w I wasn't a baby. Like, I'll look at stuff that's, like, 30 years ago, and I'm like, that was 30 years ago? Yeah. Like, that's fucking insane. That, that's what I keep talking about and touching on this podcast is... uh because the older you get, you realize the faster time goes. It does. And it's just like, I think when I hit 30 is when I really realize. I, I was always aware of it, but then always at a birthday, I think everybody, it's natural, do a little reflecting and whatnot. Yeah, for sure. For and sure. it's just, that's when I was just like, geez. Like, like I think of like. When I, I used to think 30 was ancient. 20s. Yeah, me too. Right? Now it's like. And that feels like kids. That feels when I was in my twenties. That all that shit, everything you know, some of the best times, some of the worst times, but some of the best times of my life that define me as a person is in your twenties, right? And I look back at it and I'm like, that was like almost 30 years ago? I mean, yeah. That, that seems like it was 10 years ago, 15 maybe tops. But see, I look you at know? you, because when you're 18, you think 30 is an old man, right? Mm -hmm. Now I'm 30, I look at you, who's almost 20 years older, yeah. right? And I go, 50's not old. Yeah, but it is. It is and it isn't. It's like, I'm looking at 50 and I'm going, like, 70? Like, do I have 20 years left? See, I don't even think you get old until you hit 65 now. No, man, I'd like... When you start realizing that you might only have 20 years left... Oh, uh, yeah, I understand yeah, that. for sure. Like, but, I feel old. I'm but like, honestly, we might only have 20 minutes left. Sure. Right. But forget getting hit by the bus. And by the way, who's driving this fucking bus that's hitting everybody <laughs> all the time the next day? Who's that's HSR, guy? baby. Everybody we take pride. Fucking, uh, I could get hit by a bus tomorrow. Right. <laughs> but, yeah, I, could, I'm, like, I, I may have only 20 years to, to live. But as you get older and you realize that time is, like, I think it's fair to say you've lived longer than you will live now, right? Yeah. 100%. Yeah. It's very talent. rare people hit 100. Right. It happens, right. but that's, you've lived no, no, longer I'm, than I'm you. I'm not making it 100. No way. But does that make you appreciate every second It makes me more... regret a lot. Oh, really? My, I mean, for me. Yeah, and for me, that's not the answer. Is what it, we need to say. Yeah, no. For me, it makes me regret a lot of things. What, what's your regrets? Lots of things. The, the, Talk about it, because I'm one of those assholes who go, I don't believe in regrets. I think I just say oh, that. I maybe that. maybe I as I get shit. older, I will. No, fuck off! You don't have regrets. I don't Daddy. really though. There 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 are, there are things that you would like. Ah, fuck! I wish that I did that and it was different. I or... guess so, but it didn't happen, and I'm okay with it. That's fair. Like that's I always, when I got it. a job, and I got my license, 
I always wanted to take my grandparents out for lunch on me. Right. And I never did. And I had plenty of re- I had plenty of opportunities. Opportunities too. And I just never did. And thinking back I go, I regret that. But at the same time, it's just I don't it sounds rude, it sounds mean, but like I guess I do regret not doing it, but it's not eating me alive. It's right. not like I sh- I still I shared many me, good ways, good times. I, I guess for me too, like you know, I'm 50. I don't have a house. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm thinking about I have kids. Like, and at 40, I was like, fuck, I'm 40. I don't have kids. Like, yeah. that was, like, yeah. hitting me, like, because I always wanted kids. But, like, I'm, I, mean, I don't have a career. I don't, you know what I mean? I don't feel like I have fulfillment. And I'm 50. I might have 20 years left in me. Maybe mm-hmm. 30, you know? You better like, have 30. Like, I'm hoping, but, you know, you got to stop this shit. Um, but, yeah, that, that, and, and when you think you might only have 20 years, and 20 years ago... I was 30. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, yeah, it would, like when you start thinking that, like, 20 years ago, I wasn't a teen. I was 30. Like, yeah. And now that's the time I have left from 30 to. Fuck. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. He starts hitting it's that, crazy, that the last 20 years, I have that equal amount of time left. Yeah. And it really scary. is like, uh, for so many years, you just hear your parents and grandparents say, like, appreciate. Oh, and you yeah, don't. Yeah, for sure, and you never do. And, and, and I, like, I enjoy. I time wish, goes fast, and, and you sure don't believe it. No one believes it at twenty. You're like, you're like the last five 20. years of my life has just flown by. Yeah, like from twenty five, and to, it's gonna to 30 just keep just... going like that. It's insane. But it's a mathematical insane. equation. Why that happens? Like a t- a five year old. Okay, if you say maybe we'll you leave the cottage on August in August and go, we'll come back next year. That's a lifetime. Yeah. That literally yeah, is yeah, almost yeah, a lifetime. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Whereas when you've had 50 of those and you go, you come back next year, you realize that's a 50th of your life. That's nothing right. compared to a fifth of your life as a five-year-old. Like, it's literally a mathematical equation. I've never thought of it like that. this, and this is really blowing my mind. That It is. Yeah. I can't remember who told me it, but I was just like, oh, it, that is. That just clicked so for that's me. That's how I always A two-year-old, like if you say next year, that's like I, half I always hated life. midlife crisis. Yeah. Because there would be people in their 50s and 60s. I'm like, what, are they going to lift 120? Like, no, that's not midlife. <laughs> like, it's the joke. I'm like, I'm having my 75% cr- uh, life crisis right Quarter now. life crisis, man. But you said something. You are like, you were kind of getting down on yourself because you don't have a house. Yeah. You don't have a career. That is all things society has told you. True. For sure. You have kids. You have a lot of friends. True. And, and, and having kids, thank God I have kids. Yeah. Because it's... it's I, I made something. I have something that I'm leaving behind. You know what I mean? Like I think kids is big. So, so, yeah. Maybe for, not for everyone. For, but for me, absolutely. It was, it's like, okay, maybe I don't have the big house. Maybe also, I don't have the big fame. I have kids. They're going to go on. They're going to carry not my name. I don't care about Mellow in terms of the name. But, like, they're going to... I'm, I'm going to be dead grandpa in a picture. I'm going to be, yes. you know, dead great grandpa in the picture. You know, like... But to bring it all back, like, full circle, kind of, do you not think that's potentially the depression talking? Saying, like... Mm. Could be like oh I don't have a house because I know for me like I struggle with that. Yeah, I mean I struggle huge with that, and the, the like, older I, I get, and the older I get, and I joke now I'm like you know the sad thing is the only way I'm gonna get a house is when my mom passes. Like, mm-hmm. It's the only way I'm yeah. gonna get a house if I don't decide to buy fucking a wrestling ring or something stupid. Yeah, which you will, <laughs> which I probably we'll will have to talk you out of that. But I like it. Kind of goes back to fulfillment and doing what makes you happy. And that's I, what I'm trying to focus yeah, on. And that's because, exactly what I'm I'm really consciously trying to focus on that. Because partly, yeah, it's like, I, I don't have many years left on this world. 
two decades, maybe three decades, like, mm-hmm. sure. But it doesn't seem like a lot now yeah. than when I was 20. Yeah. So they're all 30 years from now, 30 years from now, that's fucking three lifetimes. That's like forever. And now, 30 years from now is not... I, I, I've gone through that and a half. You yes, know? yeah. I it, remember, it's exactly what you're saying. I remember having a conversation with my ex-girlfriend's grandfather, and he was just talking to me, and like I was 18... And when you're 18, this is also a... I feel invincible at 18. But also, it it's something we've done wrong as society. As soon as you're 18, you're made to think uh, adult adulthood has started. Yeah, you got to have... Your last year of high school, you got to figure yeah, out what, what your career you is. Yeah. Yeah. 18? Eight, eight, that is unbelievable. I'm just figuring it out now. I'm 49. And I think <laughs> most people do. You so. know, and I'm just figuring it out now. Like, oh, I think this is what I want to do for the rest. I think this is what I want to be when yeah. I grow up. But we were at Christmas or something... And he's like, how you doing? Where are you working now? And I was working at a grocery store, and I was, like, embarrassed to say it, because I was 18. I thought, I, I literally figured from 18 to 100, it's the same age now, because now we're all in adulthood, right? And I kind of just, we're all the same. I should have my career. And I was, like, embarrassed to say I was still working at the grocery store. And I told him, and it's just, he just kept asking questions. Right. Wasn't dismissive at all. And I was just like, yeah, but I'm looking forward to getting out of that. I, was, I wanted to get into HVAC at that time. And he just said something like, hey, if you like working at a grocery store people have to work there yeah. we need people and it's to work true there. it's, it's yeah. just and like it's true I've, and, and i've carried that same shame way longer yeah you know, like i work at henry's or i work at best buy yeah, you know I like st- i feel like i still yeah I, you know, I yeah we need people that work there and if you're happy working there that's all that fucking matters right like i remember when i bought the house at 25 i felt like i'm i should have moved out eight years ago like i'm just a basement dweller right. and then as soon as i bought a house i was like what was I worried about? I could have stayed at home for a lot longer. Right. Like, it was all things I just put in my head. It's not like I was just sitting in my parents' basement not doing anything. I was always working to something, and yeah. we got a great deal on this house. Yeah. I would have never owned a house if we didn't. Right. I lucked out with that. But it was just like, I realized when I got everything, uh, it was kind of like, I put too much stress on myself. And I'm kind of saying this to you. Like, just keep working toward Don't yeah, worry about sure. how much stuff time it takes you know it's like it's just a house yeah of course your mom doesn't really want you to move out no of course not you know what i mean yeah, yeah for sure yeah but i mean to play devil's advocate it's 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 an accomplishment it's a, no, it's abs- a milestone in your life it's uh it's an achievement it's, absolutely it's, it's it's you still despite the fucking deal you got you guys still worked hard to fucking get your house yeah, and no you put no in a lot of work to to maintain it and no doubt <coughs> i'm kind of just saying like i can own a house i can have a great career whatever you could live in a cardboard box and actually be living a more fulfilling life than me. Yeah, no. I'm you know what that. I mean? Yeah, but what I, that's what I'm saying, though. It's like yeah, I don't think we are. That's it's the it's to each their own. You know what like I mean? Like you said, as yeah. long as you're happy working at the grocery store, I'm not happy working. Well, that yeah, at that's the, cell phone the thing. Store, you know, there's many jobs. Like I remember when I worked at uh, Cab Mike's Fish and Chips. I was just like, I didn't want to say it, but I loved it. Yeah. If I could have done that all my life, I love Best Buy. When I worked at Best Buy, I really loved it. That's what I mean. It's just like sadly the pay wasn't but there. Thankfully, I got into management, so I at least to be like I'm a supervisor at Best Buy. Yeah, um, like it made it better. I'm not just a guy that works at it. And store. I think for me, it's not like I don't think I'm embarrassed of it. I think it's more like society makes. That's me it. That's, it is. You it just is. said it better than it's I was. True. I yeah. tried to work it out. And it's true. I felt pressured, like I needed to buy yeah, a house at 25. Exactly and then when I bought a house at 25, I'm looking around, I'm like, I lucked out. Yeah, right it, and it's only in like north american culture where it's normal to move out as quick as possible asia and stuff mm-hmm. 
families all stick together yeah. and then yeah. the youngest ones take care of the oldest yeah. ones right yeah. it's only here where it's just like it's kind it's constantly like bigger and better bigger and better yeah north america's fucked yeah like, i mean even coming from european parent like you didn't leave the house so you got married that was, yes that was it and that makes a lot like of fucking I was, sense. I was a black sheep because I left at 21. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, I was like, oh my God. I remember I remember all my cousins and like, at their wedding, I'm like, oh, it's a big day. And it's not. I'm like, yeah, at least I get to move out of the house now. And I'm like, is this why you guys are getting married? Yes, exactly. But doesn't like, it make, was... doesn't that make a lot more sense? Yeah. Like, it just, that seems like that's yeah, how it's it a very be. North American thing. Very yeah, much, for sure. Europe, even your Europeans not quite like that. Like I don't live far from my parents. I never see them anymore. Right. I used to see my parents every fucking day. It was great, but it was like embarrassing because I made myself be embarrassed yeah, by it. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. You know, and it's just like those are my parents. Like I love them, and now I I never see them just because of schedules. Excuses. It's all excuses. Of course. Right. I I could make more time. Sure. But it's just like it's it's pressure we put on ourselves, and it's pressure we think people are putting on each other, on us. And it's just fuck you. I'm happy if that's where you are, yeah. right? And hopefully, and that's where I'm that, and that's where I'm trying to go with this idea of what I'm going to do for a living for the next while. I'm not gonna, I'm not expecting to make seventy thousand a year doing this. Mm-hmm. But if I can make enough to sustain a, an apartment and feed my kids and enjoy life a little bit. Like, yeah. I'm not going to have extravagant trips or anything, but if I can go on a vacation once a year. Yeah. Okay, that's, I'm, that's good. Yeah. I'm happy. Would I love to be rich? Of course. We all do. But if, if I can do that and be happy instead of working for the same amount and working for and hating every fucking second of it. Yeah. Fuck yeah. And also, right. I think relationships like the three, like what the three of us have right now, is more important than monetary value and things you oh, own. One hundred percent, right? Yeah, like yeah, I met with sure. friends yesterday. It was like a impromptu thing. I finished painting and I was like starving. I'm like, ah, oh, let's just see if my Mike, if my buddy Mike's what he's doing. We'll go to some chalet or something because we're old. Um, Mushy fries, so they're dentures and get them down. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so we go. I always love having. You know, I've known Mike since like literally. I've known him forty two years. That makes me sound so fucking old. Yeah, forty three. It's, it's, that is it's crazy. Like I've known him since he was we were six. Um, so we went out and then, uh, I had the rush painting I sold, um, to my other friend and, uh, I brought it with me. I was going to drop it off. Unbelievable, by the way. And then, yeah, thank you. Thank that, you. That is an accomplishment. I look at it and I'm like, I don't think it's that unbelievable, but I'm very thankful that you bought it. Um, I, it was very nice to, for her to support me. Um, but yeah, it's the depression again. I can't fucking, you can't, yeah, I can't say something is good. Like it drives me nuts. Because I, I don't want to sound egotistical. Exactly. You know, I, you don't, I don't want to come I, off like... 100% is And I look at it and I'm like, I've been online. I've seen lots of... But honestly, you don't have to think better. it's good. But when I say it's good, you have to accept that. <laughs> I have to? You know what I mean? No, no, but like, you don't yeah, have I know. to accept like, that. Well, and it's... and it's Yeah, and it's kind of like, no, that's not my choice for me to make whether you like it or not. Yes. Right? Your opinion um, of me is not my business. But, but my point being was, we ended up meeting at Baskin Robbins, and we just sat there and talked, like, reminisced from, like, because I've known these people, like, 130 years, and my other buddy 42 years. It was a great fucking night. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, like, I drive here because I always have a great fucking night. Yeah. Exactly. Chatting with you guys. And I like to think, and I, I do think, these kind of our, our hangouts, right? Are hilarious. And I do think that gives you life. For sure. It I does. never go home from 
whether it's here or going out with my other friends, and be like, man, I wish I stayed home. No, never, never. Yeah, that's, the, never. that's the thing with, with, the, with the depression, is yeah. we all think, oh, I'm just going to stay home, I don't like, want to bother anyone. 100% of but the time. Anytime someone says, no, fucking come, yeah. and I try to do that with my friends that have depression, like for Ali sometimes, will be yeah. like, nah, I just feel like shit, I'm like, no, we're going, we're going to drive around. We always have a good time. As long as you make the effort to actually... You gotta get the ball rolling. Yeah, the you momentum gotta go has out. to start. And, and once you do... But it's, it's, it's so easy to slip back into that. Oh, 100%. 100%. I don't feel like getting the ball rolling today. Yeah. Like, oh, 100%. The amount of times I've canceled last minute on people is just like... Cause, no, I don't really feel like leaving my house. Oh, I get... Yeah. In bed. But also... But playing I know devil's advocate of, of depression. <clears throat> that's a normal... I think... People I without depression it. still have those days. But 100% sure. of the Not time, all the time. When I go out, yeah. I go home, I'm like, well, I should do this more often. Yeah. Like, why yeah, it's I always like, I need to do this more often. I yeah. said to my buddies yesterday, too, like, we need to do this more often, not like every four months. Like, like, I don't think I ever expressed to you, because it's a little, we feel self-conscious and gay talking about it, but you inspire me in many ways just how you put effort into... Like friendships, yeah, it's important. It is and, important, and it's and and it's, it's something selfish like a little bit. Like I mean, I enjoy it, but like I I enjoy your company. It's, yeah, it's for me. Yeah, for sure. You know, no, but like I, I hope when I get to your age, and my buddy who lives an hour away asks me to come over, I hope I do it because it's yeah, a payoff, start and you do it all the time. House once in a while, yeah, that's a good idea. Yeah, I don't have to fucking drive an hour and then fucking leave at three and get home at four. Okay, okay, uh, okay. Yeah, you can, Some you can of drive. us work. Yeah, oh, <laughs> okay. yeah, on Saturday. He works on Friday nights now and Saturday mornings now, all of a sudden, yeah. Yeah, yeah. speaking of which, yeah, you can come to my place. Yeah, you guys are welcome. Any hey, fucking time. I came in November, and we watched Terminator yeah, in reverse. Yeah, you came to my party and watched Terminator 2 in reverse. <laughs> Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? You're hanging out with And then you guys all left at 11.30. My other friends show up. Like, we got there at 7. My other friends show up at a quarter to 12. We're like, hey, we're here for the party. Like, everybody's gone. That's fantastic. But yeah, for real, like, you put a lot of effort into things. And I look at that as something. Because I've seen it where it's easy. It's easy to... to Everybody has their lives, and mm -hmm. it's easy to disconnect. Yeah, mm -hmm. for sure, for sure. I, I mean, I have friends and my, you know, roommates and and guys that are like my best friends. that were ushers in my wedding, and I see them like once a year sometimes yeah. now, and it, like it kills me. And like, but even that, I'm on WhatsApp. I created a group of the four of us. I'm like, I remember even last that, year especially, important. I was like, we need to get out once in a while. Like, yeah. we need to fucking. Make and this an is effort. priority. Yeah. This isn't. Like, we have to make this a priority, even if it sounds like a pain in the ass. And it's hard, because all my friends have kids, and then there's Absolutely. like, you know, we add kids yeah. into it, it becomes, I mean, half the time I'm not available, and then, you know, my brother's kids got fucking hockey and soccer and all that shit, and they're insanely busy, but it's like, we need that. We yeah, I don't think you know, I don't think you realize how important it is. Yeah. It is something just as much as health, I, and, like... 100%. You, this is something you have to focus on. Have a community. Have people you care about. And finally, it's not that creepy that I'm hanging out with people 20 years younger than me. Yeah, yeah. It's not so weird <laughs> it's anymore. It's not so weird right? when, yeah. you know, you're not, kind of caught you're not 17 yeah. anymore that's and fair. I'm like 38. Yeah, that's true. It's just, yeah. Life's a wild ride. But I mean, I've said this a hundred times. Like, are you guys... The whole wrestling thing and, and me going to all those wrestling shows was therapy. It was escape from my fucking hell of life with my ex-wife. And I was so happy she hated wrestling. It was like, <laughs> perfect. You hate wrestling? So you're never going to be there. I'm going every weekend. <laughs> <laughs> but like just the fact that you're 50, right? And 
you're still silly as shit. That's important. I yeah, think and I being... lost that a little bit with my with my with Dana. Well, you were going through time. a hard time. Uh, but I mean, even but even the relationship itself, I started realizing I wasn't me with mm. her anymore. I see what you're saying. Like well, as soon as we separated, it was like, oh, yeah, oh this I can guy. breathe again. I can. Yeah, this guy. Yeah. I forgot about this guy. He's fun. Like that's why I love Allie. Me and Allie would always act like goofballs mm-hmm. at work. And I remember she would like get all like pissed off, like, "Hey, you guys are just inappropriate." I'm like. Yes, that's what we do. We're goofy. We're silly and stupid, but we're having fun. We're always laughing. Yeah, and it's like to to, to and then realizing to not have that, and I was such a different person at home around her. Yeah, and I'm like, no, this is who I am. I'm a goofball. I'm gonna say inappropriate shit just and for I shock think, and, and for a laugh. But I think society also makes you kind of be like conform to those norms, right? Like, yeah, I'm an adult. I can't act like that anymore. Yeah, exactly. I can't laugh at fart jokes. I can't fucking. I remember yell she, balls in a restaurant. I mean, she Which you probably shouldn't, Mel. You should stop that. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like when we did the nugget challenge, mm-hmm. she gave me like she was so disgusted that I was doing this like and I was gonna uh, boil my underwear and that I didn't sh- I didn't change my underwear for three days. She's like, Ugh. that's just disgusting. I'm like, yes, that's the yeah. point. <laughs> that's the funny thing. I don't normally not change my underwear yeah. for three days. Like. She like it was the most, and I'm like, yeah, you don't get me at all, do yeah. you? Like, like I never want to grow up. I actually had this conversation with Jeff yesterday. Jeff will never grow up. But I was saying, I was saying, like, I don't want to, I don't want to trash him on the podcast because I understand he feeds me things just for this reaction. So I don't want to <laughs> give him anything. He's especially all, he's on the podcast. already excited that you mentioned. Oh, I know his name. But I just brought up that you have to. How did I word it? Because I word it very poetically. It was like, you have to get older, you don't have to grow up. Yeah. And I just said, like, Jeff, I don't think you're doing either. <laughs> True, I don't think he's getting older at all. Like, I, like he, he's just he like, refuses same. to believe he's not a 13-year-old boy anymore. <laughs> but whatever. In Jeff's defense, that dude is a happy yeah, fucking guy. Absolutely. Right? So... I could trash him. It's I could look at his own little Jeff world. Exactly. <laughs> but I look at him out of, this is how I believe life should be, and his life possibly isn't matching up with mine, and I give him shit. And just like I defended a couple minutes ago about how society gives us these rules that we think we have to follow, I might be doing that to him, so I might be the hypocrite right. to him. Right. right. Your happiness. Like, there is something cute that he lives with his parents, they go out every fucking weekend. I know, weekend. it is adorable. It they is. Go to, they they go, go, to, go out every fucking weekend. They go weekend. to Toys R Us. To look at they buy each other gifts. Yeah. They go to Boston Pizza. They have a big have meal a together. They have a wonderful relationship. Exactly. They really do. For um, real. And it's just... Uh, which is great. I think yeah. I have to remind myself sometimes, too. And, and yeah, there's going to be a time when they're not there. Mm-hmm. And and so he can look at all all these awesome memories he's having exactly. with his parents, right? <laughs> they ain't even his grandma, for fuck's sake. We all loved his grandma. That, like, yeah, exactly. We all. I miss her. I have more pictures with his grandma than I probably do with my parents. Right? Like, And I know that. That's Like, I don't even want to think of that. I fucking love her. Oh, I can't. Me and my brother went to a funeral for, I think, my grandparents once. And it was like every grandkid had pictures with grandma and papa and whatnot. And me and Matt just look at each other and we're like, do we have any pictures, like, with our arm around dad? And we're like, I, don't, I can't think of one. Right, and it's not because we're not loving. It's just we're not that. Yeah, let's get in here for a picture. Right. right, I have tons of memories. We show each other love in different ways. Right, but we're just like, 
when he eventually goes, I would like one, right? Like, you know what I mean? I said that about my buddy Mike. Um, we went to a wedding last year, and I was his plus one, because that was a last-minute invitation. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was one of those, like, I hadn't talked to this girl for a while, and then That's all right. of a sudden, I, yeah, she said, oh, my God, you should come. We already invited people. Why don't you come with Mike? I don't think he's bringing anyone. Um, I'm like, I need a picture with you, Mike. Like, yeah. it's been, like, 30 years. I don't think I have a picture with you. Since we were like 20, and even then, I don't think we have that many, and you were my roommate for the longest fucking time. But yeah. Like, anytime we go out anywhere with Jeff, right? Oh, he always takes the, all the pictures. Excuse me, miss, can you take a picture of me and my idiot friends? And it's so <laughs> embarrassing, and I fucking hate it. And then in a year's time, when it shows up on my Facebook memories, I'm always like, I am so happy we took right? that picture. Right, I know, it's I true. hope he doesn't listen to this fucking podcast. <laughs> he is, he right? But like, idea. just little things, like, but it's, it's important to have, keep relationships, keep silly, yeah, I and I mean, and, like, and looking back, I have no pictures like, well, with anybody. And there's like no excuse anymore. Yeah. We're all we walking around. I have a phone that has a pretty amazing camera, camera yeah. in my pocket. Your shittiest phone has an amazing camera. Yeah, in. exactly. I never. I'm just not the guy to take pictures. Yeah, now, if you post pictures of every meal you eat, I hope you rot in hell. <laughs> I know that's annoying. So, but like, I'm never the guy just at an outing who's just taking pictures, and that guy is annoying a lot. But, but it's nice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, he's annoying at the time. That guy is a uh, well. I just I, angel. I don't know if you saw when you were over at my house. I have like a whole wall of like mm. pictures, friends, family, and everything. And I'm going through like all these pictures. I was just like, and I printed a bunch too because I, I had so many online. And it's like, it's, I, I love it. And yeah. like, I have family. I have like old pictures of my dad That's and right. grandparents. I've got like pictures from when we were our twenties, and I'm wearing a fire shirt, and we're fucking going to the bars and shit. I love that like, one shelf you have for your dad with his hammer and stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. a really cute little thing. Um. So my mom was over to my house for the first time oh, right on the weekend. <coughs> so I've got a picture of my dad. He's like clearly in his twenties. <laughs> like it's an old black and white picture. He looks like James Dean. He's my favorite picture of him. Like he just looks like his cool ass motherfucker. So I have a picture up there with a hammer and, and everything. And uh, my brother was there with, as well. And and he's like, Mom, how old's dad here? He's like, um, I think he's forty seven. <laughs> We're like, this is five years before he died, is what you're saying. Jeez. Did he die at 52? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. So crazy. Yeah. It's fucking... As morbid as talking about death is, I just... Maybe it's the Undertaker DNA in me. I'm just... I'm so interested in it. Yeah. I, there's just something to it, and I think it's just unknown. Right? Oh, yeah. That, that is definitely it, and just... Freaks me out sometimes. I'm terrified of it. Yeah. I'm not terrified of my death. I'm terrified of losing people yeah. around me. Because when you, especially because my belief is when I die, you don't even really know. Yeah. You take yeah, a, I'm you, not close, you close your eyes. I don't think I have uh, any kind of conscience that's going to be looking upon people or anything. It's just the people that you're leaving behind. So uh, it's like, sucks to be them. So I'm going to do everything right. I can and to it, stick and around. It's, and yeah, it's that sure. thought that a lot of times saves me from that deep, dark depression. Yeah. yeah sure. Oh, absolutely. Like, I can't do this to my mother. Mm -hmm. I can't do this to my kids. Yeah. I can't do this to my brother. Like, Kurt, I can't do this to my friends. Like, I'd, I'd fucking be so pissed at you. <laughs> right? Oh, my God. I'd get up. But I told you, funeral, you guys have, like, for weekend your of birdies. Yeah. <laughs> we have 48 hours of anything with the body. <laughs> Whatever. There's nothing sexual. Don't be fucking me in the ass. Why, why are you giving us fucking... You fucked me in the ass for your own home video, okay? Not I real. think I get one. You can pretend if you want, but don't actually stick your, your cock in my ass. ass. Don't worry. We have to make a deal that before the night's over, we take a group photo. All right. Because how terrible would it be? We we just talk about how we, we all, all die. die. We all die. <laughs> be nice to have a photo though. No, not two one. of us die. Yeah. Two, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah. The guy's going fuck. Should have got a photo. Yeah. I know. Is it? 
It is interesting, man. I'm a little depressed now. Are you sad? <laughs> you want me to take your balls a little bit? No, it's okay. She did earlier. <laughs> Just change the fucking bachelor to the Wednesday. Talk to her. Okay, we got in a fight in a hot tub over your stupid ass. It's a weird place to get in a fight. Because I brought it up. I was like, oh, What's we're pissing relaxing. Off is it's almost the same price to leave on Tuesday. And so leave on Tuesday. I have a kid's Tuesday and Dana's being difficult. I'm going to try to work it. Just lock the door. <laughs> See, this is why you shit on dogs all the time. The day I bought my dogs, I left them home for eight hours and went to work. Came back. Know what was that? A little bit of feces. That was it. That was it. Yeah, all right? They don't get into drawers. They don't play with the butcher knives. The stove doesn't turn on. All right? No, they're at the age they'll remember. If they were like two or three, you could just put them in a crate. They're not going to remember. No. Right? It's fine. Yeah. Just that one comedian, he was like, took my kids to Disneyland. And then I get a parent advice that I didn't ask for. Why would you take them when they're so young? They're not going to remember anything. <laughs> like, yeah, that's why I just keep you. You keep them in a crate every day. Like, you remember yesterday? <laughs> no. Get back in the crate. <laughs> the sad thing is there's a lot of truth to that, actually. The more I think about it. Right? Yeah. Having flashbacks? Or? No, I, I, was, I, I was a spoiled little kid. Yeah, I was, was Jeff Smith. That might be why I hate it so much. Uh, Grow up, Jeff! I'm not spoiled anymore. Yeah. I was spoiled by my... My grandma, she would buy me anything, and I figure that out. Oh, really? So it was always like, oh, that's a really cool bike. <laughs> Boom, I had it. <laughs> All it took. Are you looking forward to be a grandparent? I don't know if I'll be around. Don't talk like that. Like I thought of that. Like am I gonna It's be a possibility. It is a possibility. But don't 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 put don't but give I'm it like, that I'm energy. Am I gonna be around? Like my dad died at fifty four. Mind you, I take over I take after my mom, and she's had fucking cancer and bypasses and. Diabetes. How'd your, how'd your dad die? Stroke. Major stroke. Oof. Oof. Yeah. He smoked a lot and drank a lot. Oh. Maybe you should stop doing <laughs> Maybe one Maybe you should those, stop eh? doing those things. As I'm puffing on a cigar out here. And your dad passed, right, bro? Yeah, he died How? of cancer. Cancer, Lung yeah. Lung and brain. Really? Yeah. Was it quick? Uh, I don't know. Oh, yeah, yeah. You were a little separated. That's the, like... That's the thing. I was like, oh, God is great. Yeah, I'll go fuck yourself, okay? I think it was pretty quick. Like, when I found out he was sick, it was probably, like, three, four months after that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah my dad was in ICU for two months, Ugh. like a vegetable. But the saddest thing ever, because I, I, I figured he was just comatose. Like he was breathing, but he, he wasn't functioning or talking or anything. And I remember I'm like, all right, I'm gonna do the the deathbed speech and just kind of because we had our differences and he wasn't always the greatest dad and I pissed him off too. And so I wanted to kind of have our peace and I'm like, that's more for me. So I'm having a conversation. I'm like, you know, I forgive you for everything. You know, whatever you've done and. I hope you forgive me too. And I'm like, I don't know if you can hear me. And I'm like, I don't know if you can hear me like blink or something. And I remember he was just like, like the most effort to actually blink. Really? And it just fucking hit me. Like you fucking can feel this and hear this and understand this. Like, that's crazy. And my dad was the toughest guy. Like he fucking fell off a roof, broke his rib and then continued working. <laughs> and he comes home. He's like, yeah, I think I hurt myself. And we're like, you broke a rib. <laughs> like, he's like, yeah, whatever. I'm going back to work tomorrow. Like he didn't miss a day of work. Like, he was a tough-ass guy, so to know him, that he was conscious, yeah. it, just, it tore me apart. When was, was he born? Like, 44. So he might be part of the greatest generation type. He might be on the last bit of it. Yeah, like, I always mean, say, like, the, the veterans of, like, World War II and stuff, they get classed, and it's, like, the the greatest generation for what they did, and I understand it, but yeah, older I mean, he, people lived in harder times. For sure. And they are oh, and they came, stronger He came people. from, like, poor Portuguese. Like, yeah. You know, they didn't have anything, and, like... That's another thing. When I think about, like, what I struggle with, 
I was I like, yeah, people 100 years ago right now were being drafted to go to war. Like, yeah. I'm a big perspective guy. Yeah, when I go to Cuba, yeah. the resort's beautiful. <laughs> you step like four feet yeah, away from the resort and you see how much. they live. Mm-hmm. Or you fuck one of the Cubans in someone, oh, some old guy's house. Um, <laughs> told you that story, eh? Uh, you've told me, but for the podcast, <laughs> for the, I, I don't I remember. Don't know, I think I've told about the podcast. Uh, the Brad hasn't heard it. So, so you go to Cuba. Like here, I'm like... He's, ta- he's also talking like this is what you do when you go to yeah. Cuba already. Oh, there's he's, a lot of he there. set it up like, yeah, you know, when you go to when Cuba. You, go to Cuba, you, know, yeah. no, you didn't let me finish. I wasn't even going there. <laughs> I was saying... So this this was uh, 2007. It was two days after I left my first wife. I literally just... We were packing up to, to downsize because we had bought a house stupidly. Um... So we're, we're downsizing to a basement apartment. So she had everything packed for me. And I was like, that's convenient. So I put everything in my Buick. <laughs> <laughs> everything that I own, my guitars, my fucking computer, everything I owned. And uh, and I left. And then uh, two days later, I just I was just stressed to the max. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, I don't want to talk about it anymore. I'm fucking like, I just don't want to like, oh, you okay? What's going on? What's happening? So I'm like, you know what, Ma? I'm going to, uh, I'm going to Cuba. So I saw an ad. This is before TripAdvisor and shit. Went yeah. To Cuba. Uh, my brother and my mom were the only people that knew that I went to Cuba. But best thing I fucking ever did. I we get separated at this time. Yeah. So? Okay. I, I just separated. Uh, best thing I ever did. Uh, I wish I did it this separation, this past separation. I wanted to. Um, so I go. I meet this little old guy there, and we like start dead along, Douglas. And uh, nice Cuban name. Yeah. No, no. He's a, he's a, he's from Hamilton actually. Oh. Um, he was a tourist. And so I'm just hanging out with him, you know, and a few other people, man. But I mainly hang out, hung up with him. And he's telling me about like he's fucking this girl, he's fucking this Cuban, and this and that. And I start, and he's like, yeah, let's go to the, like the disco, the bar outside the resort. And I'm always the guy, like I'm a cheap motherfucker. I'm like, yeah. why am I going to a fucking bar? It's free here. It's free here. <laughs> why am I going over there? So I'm like, all right, fine, we'll go. Fucking women are all over you. So that's all they do there. They want to get out of the country so badly mm-hmm. that every week they're there trying to grab somebody. Yeah. And even if they can't get back. 20 bucks for them, yeah. American, is a month's groceries. Yeah. It's it's rent. Yeah. Like, it's that much money. So, and to us, you know, it's nothing. So they know that, they, that you know, guys will give them 20s and whatever. So right away, I got two chicks on me. Like, they're fucking... And I, I, I still suck with women. I'm a little better, but I'm still clueless. I'm just like, uh-huh. She's, like, rubbing my leg and shit. And I'm like... And he's like, dude, like, you were 10 bucks. And like, you got her for the night. Like, she's good, <laughs> right? And I'm like, oh, yeah, so... So we hang out, whatever, and um, and then she comes to me the next day, and you know she's like, like they're not outright hookers, but they're they're trying. They understand. To get a few, they're trying to they're, they're panhandling in a way, you know, yeah. like they're trying, and I get it. They're they're doing what they got to do. They they're doing what they got to do, service. right? So I'm like, all right, whatever. But um, I couldn't bring them onto the resort because the resort doesn't want like eight million women just <laughs> yeah, yeah in there. So I'm like, fuck, you know, I want a night with you, like, you know, and just kind of fooling around outside the resort, and but it's like, where can we go? Like, I just, well, I have a friend, uh, you know, for fifty dollars, he'll uh, they'll let us, he's, you know, he stayed at his place. So I'm like, all right, let's do it. So like, I walk over, it's just down the street, and it's like fucking Cuban house, like it's fucking dirt floors, like shack. Yeah, I remember using the washroom. Sure, like you're a, in Cuba. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, have you been to Cuba? Like, they, they live fucking poor. So this is like fucking shitty little house. And I go in, and I realize it's like an old couple in their 70s. 
and they're giving up their bedroom <laughs> so they can make 50 bucks while I bang one of the locals. <laughs> so they went and slept on the couch while I'm banging one of the locals in the fucking little shack. It was so weird. Where'd you, where'd you bust? Uh, did you I'm bust rubber. dinner? Do you have a Cuban mellow? No, I wore, I wore a rubber on my own dresser. Even though the other guy, that's the rubber, guy that told me the tip. Did I ever tell you the tip that he would use? No. Because I was like, because I'm like, Douglas, you're using like a rubber, right? Like Douglas was married with a wife down here, a Cuban wife. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so he was just going to get other ones. Yeah. Um, so I'm like, you're using a rubber though. He's like, nah, man, I don't use a rubber. I'm like, dude, like, Jesus. you don't know who these people are. Like, it's like, nah, man, all you got to do is you know, take a little vinegar packet. Bring it with me. <laughs> no word of a lie. This is the advice he gave me. So what you do is you take the vinegar packet, and right before you're you're gonna fool around, you pour it on your hands, and then you stick it in her vagina. If she yelps, that means she's got open sores. You don't fuck it. So you're telling me, I used a rubber. <laughs> I didn't put vinegar in my hands. But you're telling me this man thinks. Yeah. Pouring vinegar in the heat of the moment onto his fingers and finger banging abroad until she screams is easier than just bringing a condom. <laughs> right. Roughly right. the same size, but easier to get than a vinegar packet. And you don't have to worry about a condom exploding. That's what I mean. <laughs> oh, I, I don't keep vinegar packets in my wallet. But his point was, if she yelps, then he's out of there. She's fucking got some fucking shit going on. He's full of shit. <laughs> I know. If you're, full, if you're that far where you're finger banging her, right? and she screams, you're going to go, all right, I'll just stick it in here. Just quickly. It won't, right. it won't get on me quick. Yeah, so I think I came to the rubber. Okay, here's a... I mean, I mean to ask this question a lot more on the podcast because I'm interested. But do you guys, minus your marriages and your kids, kind of like the their births and whatnot, do you remember what your the best day of your life was? Goes to both of you. The best day? Best day of your life. And it doesn't have to... I'll give my example, and maybe it'll buy some time or jog memory for you guys, because mine isn't crazy on paper. It's just looking back, and even in that moment, I just realized, like, I'm having a perfect day. It starts off very morbid. <laughs> my grandmother died the day before, okay? She died on a Thursday night. Mine's kind of like that, too, actually. She, she died on a Thursday night. I called in to work on Friday. It was the, I believe it was, uh, it was like the Friday was June 30th or maybe June th 27th, 28th, 29th, whatever. And then like Monday was July 1st. We had a long weekend. So I called in, we woke up in the morning, me and Ross, it was, this was four years ago, I think we came outside, beautiful day, you know, summer. We did a little bit of gardening out here. It was a really hot day. And she goes, I wish we had a pool for the dogs. She goes, I'm going to go over to Canadian Tire, buy one of those shitty blue kitty pools. We filled it with water so the dogs could go in. We brought a couple chairs. We could put it on the grass right by the deck. Uh, we put lawn chairs around it. We put our feet in it. The dogs played in it. I had a cigar. We just sat out there with music for a couple hours. Then she brought, she made like a little charcuterie board, right? Some cheese and crackers. And then Alex hooked us up with tickets to the Cat game that night. We walked over to the stadium, beautiful night, we watched the game, got some snacks, came back, and that was it. Nothing to it. But looking back, it was just like, it was an absolutely perfect day. Mm. Roslyn's day is, we used to get a cottage at Grand Band, we got a bunch of friends all the time, real life friends, not pro wrestling friends, which you, you guys are. No, I know. 
No, I just know that that bothers Steve. And uh, with this cottage, we had a bit of a private beach. That's cool. And we were all we all went down one day, playing the water. Me, I think Mike Rollins was there actually. So I had a little mixing of the friends. We played football in the you water. Can't do that. I know. I don't tell Steve. Steve, we played football. See, I did that at my party, and I, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It is. It, it was nice. It's to a kind bit of, of a see, risk, but it is nice. Yeah, it was nice to kind of see different pockets of friends. And you're like, wow, they get along. Because yeah. in my head, it was like, no, they'd all hate each other. Yeah. No, I, I didn't really think that. I thought because I generally like people that. Yeah, I like me. You're like, tasting people. Yeah, typically. like the people that I'm, I'm going to have be friends with are going to be, be people that are very similar. But Ross, anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Ross is saying like we're playing in the water, and they they brought down like one of those little mini tailgate barbecues. And on the beach, they just cooked some hot dogs for us and stuff. It was a bunch of couples and stuff. And then we came out of the water, we ate, and we went back. Like, I don't even remember the... She says it's her favorite day she's ever had. Mm -hmm. And it was nothing to it, right? right? Like, it didn't have anything to do with Grand Bend being at this cottage. It was more just, like, sharing time with friends on a beach. And she says to this day, like, that's her favorite day she's ever had. I don't know if I have a favorite day. Like, I have a lot of just days. Just a day like that, that stands out, though. I have a lot of the, the fucking the, the day with me, you... Julian, um, Rip Impact. A crazy oh, when you got night in the fight? Hamilton. <laughs> you thought was, we all had your back and we were already in the car? That was one of the funnest nights of my life. <laughs> like, we went to the strip joint. One of our friends got a little uh, rubbing tug. Yeah. <laughs> we as we waited, waited, as as we waited outside across the street. Yeah. <laughs> but then, then I went to the fucking school. If I took a few bumps. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it was a fun day. But that's what I mean. Like, that's a perfect example of, like, I don't mean to put words in your mouth or anything. It's one of your most fondest days you've had in your life, minus your kids and whatnot. Yeah, yeah, no, 100%. First, nothing to it. Nothing to it. First thing, but yeah. It was nothing, like, it, it wasn't about, oh, it was the day about the new iPhone. It, it was nothing like that. Material. It was just, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, exactly. No material items. It was just yeah, most being with people like you that. cared about and just yeah. kind of doing nothing. Yeah, right? for me, it would be like a day off at camp. That's what I mean. It's like, just seven or eight of us get on a bus, go into Huntsville, and just do nothing all day. And yeah, a few of those. I remember, like, wander around. My buddy Mike that I was talking about before, he was my roommate. I was, we were in our 20s. My brother was, like, 16, I think, at the time. So I would have probably around 25, 26. And I came home, and I'm like, let's go camping tonight. <laughs> it's just, like, literally at 6 o'clock at night. And we're like, let's go camping. We didn't have a tent or anything. So <laughs> I drove in my, my 81 uh, uh Chevrolet Acadian, those little fucking remember the Chevette like cars, somewhat, um, like a little hatchback. One of the first little mm. hatchbacks that they ever kind of came out with. We drove that. There's three of us. We all slept in the fucking car. It was like the greatest night, though. It was yeah. so much fun. So I mean, it's just you look back and you realize how like fun those days were, and there's just nothing to it. Yeah, yeah a lot of a lot of those days for me are like in my twenties, mm -hmm. when at the time. You, you don't think even, it is, you don't even think anything of it. It was just another day, another weekend. But like there were so many like fun times. Going back to those that just defined. That's me, how I look at like a coming of age almost. Yes, like becoming an adult, like kind of in that in between. Yeah, for sure. Like know. nights like this, I'm sure it always happens, especially when we're out here. We'll be like, we'll finish the podcast, we'll stay out here for a bit longer, and it'll just be the best conversation ever. And I look back on those conversations, oh, yeah. and just be like. Man, those are good times. I know? always like, have a good time here. Like, like Brad yeah. was saying. That's why I'm like always like, you're like, want to do a podcast? I'm like, fuck yeah. Let's yeah. do it. Like, you, it's not even about the podcast. I mean, it's like, not. It's not. Care. I'm like, I a know. podcast is really like, 
Is that, an excuse to hang out. Excuse. Yes, that's all it is. But yeah, I always we always have a fucking because we have the same exact sense of humor. We laugh. We we we, yeah. we, we, we each other constantly with bullshit. We'll fucking we'll say faggot, but we, whoa! We, but we, oh but my god, not, there goes this podcast. But we're not homophobic in any way. Like we're just we're just quite a bit, but not the, really. No, we're not. <laughs> we're not. My, my best friend's gay, so I can say faggot. Yeah. <laughs> She's giving me the okay, so she's a black for friend. All. Come on, tough guy, say it. I have friends of friends that are black. Mm. <laughs> That's allowed. You can say it. I, do. I don't though. So you... yeah, I don't really have a black friend. You racist is what you're telling me. No, I would love a black friend. Is this smoke killing you? No. I'm trying to blow it away no, from you guys. This fan, I think it might be sucking in air. I remember the first time I did comedy, I had a... Do you have your fan pointing backwards? I had my N-word joke that I did, that I will never do again. <laughs> what was the N-word joke? It was it was, it was was based on a true story of when I worked at Best Buy. You say the, say the word for that when you do it, though. <laughs> You're just going to cut it out. The context... No, I won't, I won't. The context is a joke. You, you've already set it up. The, the joke basically was this lady comes in, and she's like, uh, I need to... My, my house was broken into, and I need to get a new digital camera. So I'm like, oh, sure, I can help you out with that. And then she's like, I'm not a racist, but... And I'm like, oh, fuck, here we go. She's like, these fucking niggers came and stole all my shit. And I'm like, whoa, lady, like, you don't know me. Like, you just met me. You have no idea who I am. You might identify as one. You can't just say the, the, the N-word like that. You can't just say that. And then the joke was, the punchline was like, you don't know me. I could be married to a nigger. That was the joke. <laughs> it's a good joke, right? It's that pretty good. good can't really do it anymore. Um, Maybe in a couple of years it'll come back around. And then because the first time I did comedy was all that Chad thing with the, with all the wrestlers and stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm like, it's okay. I have black friends. And then I'm like, actually, I don't really have any black friends. I just have white friends that wrestle some black guys every <laughs> once in a while. <laughs> yeah. I love, like, these hangouts. And I, I think as much as I enjoy them, if they were to ever stop, that's when you really realize I loved them. Right. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. Right. They like everything. You don't know what you got till it's gone. You know, so when you inevitably die in eight months, yeah. we'll be like, Mello was a good cat, you know? He was super <laughs> annoying. And he had gas like a fucking... I already told Julian a long time ago, and Garth now that Vader. he's famous, he better still fucking do it. What? I want a fucking highlight reel <laughs> edited with all the goofy video he's got of me. Oh, so much. That's another thing, like, whenever I see... Uh, if, you're, if you're on the network and you watch, like, documentary footage of, like, Edge growing up, it just seemed like these motherfuckers walked around with video cameras filming them at every fucking moment. We, of their did, life. That too. we did for a bit. I feel like we don't anymore. Yeah. Just because we like especially remember how that started? No. It was literally us just hanging out all the well, time. Oh yeah, yeah. Being goofballs all night, doing yeah. stupid shit, yeah, sure. yelling in the car, dancing, doing fucking talking to strangers at the convenience store and and one of us was like, We should videotape this. And I'm like, I got a video camera, let's do it. And we started videotaping. <laughs> but no it blows me away like now I think going back to like talking about content, we always think like, yeah, we'll do it and we'll release it. Doesn't matter if nobody sees it, we're releasing. Then it was just like, like I'm talking about like in the '70s and '80s when you see John Cena wrestling in right. his living room. It's just like, it wasn't for anyone. Right. You literally taped it, put it on the shelf, and forgot about Never it. Never watched it exactly. Yet. Like that for a while when my kids were young, especially, I would take pictures of them. I'm like, hey, grab that hockey stick, hold it. I would take a picture. Get that soccer ball. Hold it. Take a picture. Uh, yeah, sit by the piano. Take a picture. Sit by the drums. Take a picture. That way, if they ever become like a famous something, they're like, yeah, look, see? <laughs> From birth, I was ready. See? Because they always have that picture. Yeah. Or like, you know, Elton John playing on the piano when he's two, you know? like That is true. 
<coughs> I gotta go back. Do you ever look at old pictures? Like, do you ever go to your parent or your mom's house and just like? Oh yeah, yeah. I gotta do that more. I haven't, I haven't done it in a while. I've done it. Yeah, in I stole a couple years. of her albums yeah. that she has. But yet again, I think like it. I, I have a hard time reminiscing because I always feel like the more I reminisce, I do a lot of reminiscing on the podcast. But I feel like if I reminisce, like don't reminisce, live in the moment now. And I feel like if I spend too much time focusing on good time or anything it's just like yeah but i'm taking myself out of the moment but it is so nice just to some it's it goes back to like listening to a sappy song for yeah, no for reason sure. it's just nice to get in that looking back and like my grandparents have been dead for a couple of years now it's just nice to go yeah. back and be like oh man i forgot when we did that i forgot but i always push it off push it off for some weird yeah luckily reason. i was the i was always the camera guy even before i got into photography i was always the guy that had like the fucking little 110 camera it's awesome it to do. like so i have tons of pictures from like my 20s and stuff but yeah i look back now and i'm like oh yeah this guy I remember this there's like, that pi- up that guy there's that picture it's like you and a couple buddies at a kiss concert and you all got long hair and stuff too yeah. and it's just like so amazing because i don't know that mellow right right right, right. No, I, it's it's I, lo- I love looking at those old pictures i was trying i asked ross i don't think we have it anymore but i wanted to play it on the podcast because you've never heard it i haven't heard it in years the scotty is scotty o'shea gay song no because I remember it was on her laptop forever. We got to search for it Why because is that is that? so good. He did an entire Backstreet an Boys, Boys parody based on all his Facebook statuses. Just ripping me apart. Saying, Scotty O'Shea maybe Especially gay. back then, every Facebook status was like something gay. It was always something really <laughs> stupid gay. You mean back then? It's yeah. true. Well, he doesn't, he doesn't post on uh, Facebook anymore yeah, as much. It's on Twitter. But it was always like... Yeah, literally. Took I had a man crush on Sean Desmond. Yeah, and I put that in the song. Uh, you posted, uh, had a great date with Trevor. <laughs> I put that in the song. I had a purple like sweater that was, a, was really gay. Where's a Speedo? <laughs> That's another thing. I'm happy I have a group of friends. I think trashing your friends... It's healthy. It is so healthy and it's it keeps people like humble like, yeah that's it that's what drives me nuts with steve brown like stop taking it so serious yeah yeah it's like come on dude. he has you know you're big i'm big he like, has a governor though it's just like you get three jokes <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as we hit four but like he gets, blood red red he gets bad or uh, if you talk about how shitty any of his past shows were <laughs> he had a lot of shitty shows steve we <laughs> love you yeah you had a lot of shitty snow. Oh, yeah. I was there. Yeah. Kurt was there. We were just as bad. We I think were there was there. one, two, three weeks ago. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I, so bad. I'm big on that. Because I feel like uh, that's like, I feel like it's not such a thing anymore. Like my family ripped each other up. Right. That's how we show each other love, right? We're, we're not expressively lovey-dovey people. It was like, we rip you up to the point where it's not funny anymore. Yeah, for sure. And then... We when you have going. your meltdown, and then it's just like the comedy comes back, and it it becomes even like the snowball builds where it's even funnier. And See, for me, like I w- I was always severely bullied mm. growing up, like majorly bullied. So because I know the context and I know it's we're just joking. Yeah. Like I don't know if I came into this circle, and all of a sudden you start ripping me apart. Oh, absolutely. Right? Yeah, I'd be yeah, like, yeah, yeah. you have to, you have to have a rapport. Like, these guys. Like, yeah. You, right. Yeah. But there was, do uh, you remember Dallas Carter? Yeah, absolutely. He's yeah. gonna kill me for telling this story. But Good. There was one time, we're at the twins' house, and he got real mad about something. It was probably something really stupid, but we just kept egging him on, and egging him on, and he snapped. He just went upstairs, just like, I'm not fucking talking to you guys anymore. It's fucking bullshit. I hate you guys. And slams his door. So we're like, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah. 
Jay grabs his guitar, starts playing it. We walk up, knock on his door, start singing Every Rose Has Its Thorn to him. <laughs> and he's sitting at his computer, blood red mad. I can see the steam coming off his ears, and he turns around and just starts bowing. Burst out That's laughing. it. It's like, you guys are fucking assholes. That's but it. But, like, just shit like that is hilarious to yeah. me. Like, well, when I did that song with Jeff, like, I was a little worried. I'm like, I don't want to hurt the guy's feelings. Oh, yeah. I hope like, are you fucking eating it up? Yet again, it, man. Jeff is the greatest, like, at taking a shot and laughing with yeah. him. You almost can't hurt his feelings. No, you like, can't, which is great. He, he is the best. Straight man was what I was looking for. Like, he is there. He understands. I'm going to join this party as the gonna punching bag. Yeah. Right? And, but he's so good at it. Yeah. Like, I don't know if he goes home and cries. I really hope he doesn't. <laughs> I hope not. But, man, he, he is the fucking best at it. Because we have ripped him apart before. And he never gives it back. And when he does, it's so lame. Right. That, that it only comes back on him even more. See, because I hate people that give it and can't take it. Mm-hmm. It's one of my biggest fucking, it drives me nuts. Like, I yeah, will fucking sure. eat you. I won't talk to you ever again. Like, I've yeah. had people at work like that. And they're, they're fucking joking with me and calling me fat. I'm like, whatever, you know. Yeah. And then I'll say something and be like, you can't say that. I'm well, like, we, excuse me? Yeah, yeah, exactly. We've got one guy at work who's very much the same way. Uh, just like dishes out, dishes out. So, and we... Like just, his locker was open. We found a tampon in like the, <laughs> in the like janitor closet. And we're like, this is hilarious. Let's put it in his locker. He came in the Monday. Just didn't talk to anyone. Yeah. And we're like, we didn't know what he was so mad about. And then my other buddy came up. He's like, I know why he's mad. And I was like, why? He's like, we put a tampon in his locker on Friday. Like, oh fuck. And we did that. And nowadays you gotta be careful at work. Yeah, I like, know. that was my thing at work too. It was and like he was, like. For a week, he didn't talk to us. Like, I assume people have the same sense of humor. But, but I think do. that's because that guy doesn't have a group of friends like that. For sure. Right? But he came up and he was like, you know, I just thought there was like an underlying message. You guys were calling me a pussy or something. I was like, no, we found, no, a, we tampon found a tampon. And we thought it would be fucking hilarious to put in your locker. It, but also. But now that you say yeah, yeah. You're kind of being a pussy. Yeah, exactly. You're kind of, you're kind of proving the point yeah. you're trying to no, defend. I've, I've had to make apologies at work. <laughs> really? <laughs> because it was like, fuck this, I can't do this. Especially I was management. Like, there's one girl, and we would joke all the time. Like, she, she would fucking give it to me all the time. I'd be like, you know, I'll take it. And one day she's talking about, she's like, going back to school. I'm like, oh, what are you taking? She's like, massage therapy. She's like, it's expensive. It's like 10 grand. I'm like, holy shit. What is that, 5,000 for rub and 5,000 for tug? <laughs> the most offended <laughs> ever and I'm like oh my fucking lord and that's the worst too because as funny as it is it's not that creative right. you know it's like, it like you know, it's kind of a low hanging fruit <coughs> joke oh, yeah. which I love and that is my right. that is what I dive into the most I um but you gotta be aware of other people too I learned that too at work so there was this guy Eric Weiner first of all his name is okay Wiener, yeah right? yeah okay <laughs> this guy and like we torture, I tortured this guy, but like in love, like yes. we, we, we. So first of all, his name's Wiener. <laughs> so that's one. I used to say God must hate you because your name's Wiener. You got a fucking receding hairline to here. Like you have the weirdest fucking hair. He had like severe eczema on his hands and feet. Oh, oh yeah. Like we we went to spaghetti factory once, and the guy's like, uh, "Would you like some Parmesan cheese?" I'm like, "No, Eric's got that." <laughs> <laughs> so it was like. We, were, we did Relay for Life. I had my guitar, and I'm, like, singing these horrible songs about his hands and how God must hate him, and his dad left him. No wonder his dad left him when he was five. All this, like, horrific. And he's laughing it off. And, yeah. then, and he'll tell me, like, he was the only guy that, like, he was saying something about fucking my kids, and I'm like, I can't get mad. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I, I gave it to you way worse. Yeah. I can't be offended by that. But there was this other girl. 
And she just listening, didn't say anything. And I remember years later, she's like, you're all right. And I'm like, oh, thanks. I was like, no, I hated your fucking guts for the last two years. I'm like, oh my God, why? Like, yeah. Like, I, I like saying inappropriate things, but I, I hate when You don't want to hurt like, anyone. No, I hate yeah. when somebody yeah, doesn't yeah, like me sure, either. I'm like, sure. oh my God, why? Yeah. What did I do? And she's like, remember Relay for Life? You were the biggest fucking asshole there. I'm like, we do that back. <laughs> yeah. I remember, do you know Sarah Dumay? She used to come along. I still hang out with her, but I think your past cross. It doesn't really matter. But I used to just always joke that she was retarded. <laughs> I still do. Right? But, like, she was a great straight man. Right? Because she never got upset. And she always had that stone face where it was like, did I offend you? But you never did. Like, she was just great with it. And I remember we, uh, it was just me and her, and we went to get cupcakes one day. And uh, she's putting the cupcakes, like, in her box that she gets, and one spills out. And she's like, oh, my God, I'm so sorry. And the cashier's right there. And I go, I'm sorry, miss. She forgot her helmet today. She's a little all over the place. And the girl just goes, that's the rudest thing I've ever heard. And I was just like, it was just a joke. Like, like I've made that joke a million times. She didn't even react. But it was just like, oh, man, like, some people don't follow me on Twitter and realize, yeah, like. You ever, you ever play retard in public and then you have to fucking commit because you don't want to, like, be the asshole all of a sudden? I did that. I was wearing my Superman outfit because I was camping. That's what you do. And so I'm sitting there at Wendy's, my brother and, and a couple other buddies. <laughs> so I start, like, just, just start doing the fucking retard thing. And I'm, like, dribbling. Like, when I drink, I'm letting it all fucking, like, fall down and shit. My brother's, like, playing along. He's, like, get the napkin, this and that. So I get up and I go for a smoke. And then I'm, I'm, because I'm wearing the Superman outfit with a fucking cape. So I'm running around with a cigarette in my mouth. <laughs> Running around the Wendy's, playing it up, being an idiot. And I come back, and my brother's like, keep, don't, don't just keep doing it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so I'm like, okay. <laughs> then these two old ladies leave, and she's like, yeah, dude, they came up to me, and they're like, uh, oh, is that, did you know him? He's like, yeah, that's my big brother, you know. <laughs> He's a little special, but we gotta take care of him. <laughs> so I had to fucking, for like 10 minutes, I had to like, keep being wrecked and be like, I'm just kidding, I'm making fun of research. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh, that's good. <laughs> was that the picture? It was your Facebook profile picture forever? Or was you camping? Yeah, that, with the that, smoke that might have been the same. Yeah, that dude. might have been the same weekend, although I did the, do that a lot. That's what I mean. Some people look at you. And we'll be like, wow, that guy is embarrassing. I never want to be his friend. But being silly... It's just fun. It is fun. And I always say, like, being silly sometimes, like, when we're out in public and we act silly, and sometimes I'll step back and be like, this is being a little immature. (laughs) I always think, and this might be how I rationalize it, the people that are judging us, rightfully so, possibly, (laughs) too, I always think... They wish they could do this. Too. Yes, I wish. always think like that. They th- they wish they had no. So my pride. thing I do with Ali, and I've been doing it for years, is I pretend I have Tourette's. <laughs> like it's just like I'll just do that anywhere in public. You're fifty. <laughs> we were at Valley Village yesterday, and I'm like, can you stop? It's fun. It's good stuff. Keeps you young, I think, or it kills you quick. I don't. I'm not sure. <laughs> One yet. of the two. I the don't jury know. is out on it. I still think my favorite memory of you is at the beef baron. Just you sit in front row. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And were you there the night we got uh, the machine guns pulled? Yes, on? that, that was, was wild. Terrifying. I always think though, like, if I ever get punched in the head, like you said, when the guy made the joke about fucking your kids, 
Like I feel like I'm I'm deserving of like three or four just Heartless. out of nowhere yeah. oh, for sure. shots to the face that I shouldn't <laughs> like I have when I get it and I stand up I should just be like fair game sir because I, I right. always believe like right. yeah those have been coming to me for years. You know, it was time to pay your like pay the piper finally. Yeah, I remember the first time he was like, Shut up, I fucked your kids last night and I'm like Fuck I can't be mad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And he's saying it to be appro- inappropriate. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Right? He didn't actually want to fuck my kids. No, of course. They're cute, though. <laughs> no, he just gave him a blowjob. It was fine. My new favorite thing, I, I've done it to death probably on the podcast. Fucking too. kids? Anytime, well, I've been doing that for a while. But anytime anybody talks, like, at work, there's this one guy that we trash all the time. He's just the worst worker. And, like, I go on for hours. But, like, every break, every lunch, everybody gets together. Like, oh, why is Tamer going to leave today? Blah, blah, blah. Did his dad have the eighth... Did his dad die for the eighth time this year? Like, right. it's, a, it's He's been using so many excuses, they're starting to recycle. Right, right. Oh, good. Yeah, we had a girl at Best Buy like that. She had 14 grandmas. They all died. That's what, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's one of those. Like, his house floods even when it doesn't rain. Yeah. It's just always something. He's always leaving. And, uh... But my new thing is, anytime we're talking about any guy, no matter what we're talking about, I always go, yeah, yeah, he's a great kisser, though. And it always just kills. It kills. But everyone's like, you're going to keep going to that joke. I was like, until you stop laughing. Right? And yeah. even then, I'm going to do it because it's going to become funny again. Yeah, before. exactly. Yeah, it's like my, my buddy Mike, we were talking, rem- reminiscing. Like, we would do the wildest fucking shit. Things we did before we had phones and entertainment in front of our... We used to go on the subway, and we would just fucking, like, performance art on the fucking subway. <laughs> like, so, so we had a, a gag that we would do. Uh, we did it, like, so many times. That's the best fucking gag. I'm going to give you guys this, this, this gag. When you're at a party and you meet someone new into the circle, so they don't really know you too well. You might have met them once or twice, but they don't know you very well. You go to that person, you got two people. So you got one of them goes, so let's say me and Kurt. So, uh, and you're the new guy, Brad. So I would go to you, Brad, and be like, hey, Brad. It's fucking funny. Ask Kurt how many push-ups his father can do. It's fucking hilarious. And you're like, oh, I gotta check this out. This is probably funny, right? You know? So then, you know, we sit back and then when time's appropriate, I'd be like, hey, Kurt, how many push-ups can your father do? So usually I was the, the guy being asked how many yeah. push-ups the father could do. So I would say it's the other way around. So I would just like, you're fucking for real? <laughs> really? So I would look at the, uh, the, the my other, the Mike, my buddy, and I'd be like, Really? <laughs> and the, you see right away the person's like this is awkward like, oh, why did I just start right and I would milk it I wouldn't give the punchline for the longest time but like you, you think that's fucking funny eh you know me you've known me how long have I ever thought that was fucking funny and you're gonna bring it up now you're gonna have, have fucking Brad say that to me fucking Brad doesn't know anything he doesn't know me you're just an asshole like why are you fucking and I would like, I'd be like dude it's just a joke it's not a fucking joke to me alright and I would start, we'd start shoving each other. Dad doing push-ups. <laughs> Wait, so I, and the, the person's losing their mind. Like, what the fuck did I just say? Oh my god! Like, what happened? When did I just start? Because it would kill the party, right? Like anything we're on, it's just now me and him fucking fighting. <laughs> so after a good like 15, 20 minutes of me just giving my buddy shit, pushing him, like telling him, "Go fuck yourself. You're a piece of shit. We're done. We're fucking done. Like I've had enough of you. You've done this fucking too many times." And I'd be like, sorry, Brad, you don't know, but uh, my father has no arms. <laughs> <laughs> it was the fucking greatest we would do. We did that on the subway. That's good. And other people are all like fucking watching going, that guy's an asshole. Why, why would he say that? Man? It was the fucking greatest. 
So I mean, I hear stories like you're an inspiration for being silly. I swear, they were the That's best. So good. Oh, so fun. We did so many fucking times. But yeah, we go on subway, and we 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 were into whose line it is it anyway, the UK <laughs> version, back when it was on like PBS. So, uh, so we started doing the uh, subtitle, not the subtitle, the uh, overdubs. You know where they do the oh, overdub yeah, game, where yes. they, there's a movie and then yeah. they, they talk for them. Except I would be the guy doing the actions. <laughs> Mike would be saying shit for me, and I'd be going up to people like that, <laughs> and he'd be like, "Hey, look at me, I have a small dick." I <laughs> would just roll with it. We would just fucking for like twenty minutes while the, the whole bus ride, just fucking go to strangers. <laughs> Uh, you have I a nice hat. I like your hat. Can I wear it? <laughs> you stupid <laughs> shit like that. Oh, my God. That's so good. We had that the is greatest good. fucking time. Or I would, like, try to get everybody to sing Love Boat. That was I once it happened. I got the whole subway car singing Love Boat. So I would just, like, we'd be on the subway. And, just, and I'd be like, love, exciting and new. Come aboard. We're expecting you. The love boat soon will be making another round. <laughs> I'm just belting out. The one time we got everybody. Fucking That's awesome. Around. It was great. I love the one going back to the prank calls you did uh, when you called the funeral home. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, go through the story because you're gonna tell it better. So, so we probably so. Jerky Boys were huge. I don't remember the yes. Jerky Boys. Yeah. They just came out early '90s, prank calls, and our goal was always to never be like just rude and not like hey fuck off and hang yeah. up the phone. Like we didn't want to be crude or anything, but we always like to play on words or like misheard something or we called the fence company and asked them if we could get swords and <laughs> practice fencing and you know argued with her. <laughs> I remember at one point she's like, she finally gets what we're asking because we're a little vague. Just yeah, to yeah. Kind of like keep it going. She's like, no, I have fencing. I've seen it. I've tried it a little bit, but I'd like to practice a little bit more and this and that. She's like, no, this is Rona fence. We, we, we do fences. She's like, yeah, fencing. I'd like to, to with the with the swords and everything. And and she's like, no, no, no. We install them. She's like, oh, oh, you, you like you put them in my hand. <laughs> but I called the funeral home, and I'm like, uh, hey man, you gotta help me out. He's like, yeah, what's up? He's like, uh, I got a few people after me, and I just. Uh, I just need to fake my own death. <laughs> can I do that? <laughs> He's like, I don't think you can do that. I'm like, no, why not? I, I'm good for the money. I'll give you guys money. Like, I'll just come in and lie in the casket for a little bit. A few people come in. You know, we'll do it on a slow night or something. <laughs> slow night? And half the time, they'd be like, well, I'd have to check with my manager. We're like, really? You got to check with your manager? <laughs> if I could store, like, I called a U-Haul storage and so that I killed somebody. I wanted to store the body somewhere. <laughs> Except she thought knew it was a joke right away, but she thought it was somebody that she knew. Mm. So she's like, "Who is this?" Yeah. I'm like, "No, you don't know. I, I, I literally I have a body. I just need to hide it and put it in storage for a little bit, you know, just till uh, the heat blows over." This and that. She's like, "Okay, come on now. Who is this, really?" I'm like, "No, you don't know me." She's like, "No, I know you. I know you." She's like <laughs> arguing with me, and I'm like, "I'm like, all right, guess." She's like, "Uh, Tom." I'm like, "Yeah, you got me." <laughs> She's like, so what's up, Tom? I'm like, now that I just thought I'd bug you. Oh, you just thought I'd bug me at work. I'm like, yeah, all right, see you later. <laughs> and I just wish I was there. Which is, yes, he's Tom. Tom's like, that was really funny. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Tell the the darts. Oh, the place called the the, the place was called de dot arts, and it was uh, like an art supply store. So we, we called and it's like Asian guy. I said, hello, the arts. I'm like, yeah, this darts. He's like, yeah, the arts. 
Yeah, I'm looking for 18 gram darts with a nice flights. Um, you know, I'm going into a tournament next week, and she's uh, like, "What? What are you looking for?" <laughs> like darts. Yeah, the arts. I'm like, yeah, "No, this is the arts." I'm like, "Yeah, darts." So 18 gram. <laughs> It's like, no, no, look, you're looking for a dot store. This is a art store. I'm like, what's the name of the company? He's like, the arts. I'm like, yeah, darts. I need <laughs> It always amazed me how long they would stay on the phone. Like, you could just fucking fuck this guy. And hang yeah, up. yeah. But no, they wouldn't. Call the piano mover. You know, it's like, uh, I'm like, yeah, man, you need to help me out. Um, you guys move pianos, right? He's like, yeah. I'm like, uh, so I got this neighbor upstairs, and uh, he plays the fucking piano at all hours of the fucking day. I'm like, okay. He's like, yeah, so I just need you guys to come. He works, like, he leaves usually around 8 in the morning. He's out, so I just need you guys to come over, and if you can just get the fuck out of here, like, move it, whatever. <laughs> he's like, I don't think I could do that. I'm like, no, that's fine. Like, he's just coming. It's like, do you own the piano? I'm like, no, it's the neighbor's. He plays, and he's fucking shit. Like, he's not even really good. And you do it without cracking. Oh, oh my God! Yeah, I wouldn't be it able was to. so hard. I'd be crying. It was so... I feel like you should have made a million dollars, right? Four <laughs> times over something. by now. Jesus! Oh, there were so many of them. There were so many. The fucking pet sitters. <laughs> you start with like, uh, yeah, I need to give them the dates. I need, need some pet singing services. And I was like, uh, so what animals do you have? Uh, I got quite a few. Um, it's like I have a dog and a cat. Uh, I've got a bird, um, two snakes. A raccoon and a llama. <laughs> He's like, fuck off. You have a llama? <laughs> oh, that's too funny. I feel like, yeah. <coughs> I feel like to this day, if you could just have a camera crew following you all day. I feel like everything you do it. has a lot of I do ham it up, but there's one of the well, cameras there for of course. sure. It's natural. I actually called a, uh, it was a glass replacement store, like for windows and yeah. shit. We just go through the yellow pages. We see something that maybe we can play on words or something. We'd be like, "All right, I'm calling this one." <laughs> it's like a Saturday afternoon. And is the other guy on the other phone just keeping quiet, laughing? No, we'd have it on speakerphone. Oh, okay. And then okay. I'd have my like tape recorder beside it, so we tape them. And uh, so I call the glass place, and it, and again, the Jerky Boys had these different characters. One was like uh, Saul, the, uh, the the nervous Jewish guy. Um, there was like the fucking Jersey Shore kind of like, "Hey, get the fuck out of here," kind of guy. Mm -hmm. So we try to like mimic some of those voices. So it was the Jewish guy, and I'm like, um, yeah, I, 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 um, I see you, 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 you replace glasses. And I'm like, yeah, we replace glasses. And I'm like, yeah, I, um, and I do this long-winded story. <laughs> so what happened was I was driving. So she's like, okay, windshield. She's like, you know, I'm on board. And I was driving, and then I got home. I, I got out of my, uh, I got out of my car, and then I slammed the the door. Um, and then when I did, I kind of bumped into myself, and then. I, well, I fell down the stairs, and 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 then the glasses broke. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, your, your window, windshield broke?" Like, no, no, my, my glasses. I can't, I can't see. I need my glasses, and I need them replaced. She's like, "No, you're looking for an optometrist." I'm like, "Oh, you're looking for an optom uh, optometrist," and I'm like, "But I can't see." <laughs> so I actually convinced her to look at the yellow pages. They got me a number for an optometrist. She's like, "I." I, I She's like, no, you need to look for an optometry. Uh, I'm like, can you can you look for me? Because I, I don't have my glasses. They're broken and I can't see. She's like, um, yeah, here's one. Uh, here's the number. <laughs> Proves there's good people in oh, the world. Oh, fucking great. I like to think if I was at work and somebody called, I think I'd just make hang up. Day. Yeah, but but they just make their day, right? That's it. That's it. Like, did I ever tell you the time the guy called me and wanted to fucking take care of a llama for two weeks? <laughs> oh, man. That's good. 
So if laughter is the best medicine, I'm gonna be around till I'm that's at least what I'm thirty-eight. Hoping. They say masturbation and laughter <laughs> is the the fountain of youth. So I should be living till I'm like three hundred. <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna be like Yoda. <laughs> okay, to go back, sixteen months ago, you guys were fairly depressed. Fair enough. Yeah, safe sure. to say. For sure. Are we on the upswing? I think I am. I'm on the sure. upswing. Yeah. Good, good. Because you got your divorce finalized and everything. Divorce is it. finalized. Um, Working, which is stressful, because I'm still like, okay, you got to pay rent, my money. I but you're actually working towards. But I'm something. trying to work towards something. Uh, I'm enjoying it. Uh, doing a lot of creative shit, so I'm enjoying that. Yeah, that's good, man. I'm happy. It would have been a big downer <laughs> if we were to do this, and things <laughs> right. have just gotten worse. Yeah, for sure. Shit. And it'll go down again. I'm I've sure, got, but that's but ebbs and flows. It, it's only my natural. Thing now I'm trying to get diagnosed with ADHD because I'm pretty sure I have it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I did get some pills illegally. Mello, yeah. you have it. Oh, I know. Yeah. <laughs> like, I know. I'm, I'm not. I remember reading a book, because Jackson has it, my son has it. And I'm reading this book to learn about it for him. And it's talking about, like, childhood and, like, some of the symptoms and some of the things you might hear. Yeah, for sure. And, and I'm like, holy fuck, everything in this, this fucking book, this is me growing up. Like, you know, thinking I'm stupid, but knowing I'm not stupid. But for somehow, yeah. my, my tests and my results just never... I'm like, I'm smarter than this. Why am I getting 60s and 70s? Yeah. It's like, you know, that kind of shit was always, I always said could do better. Mm-hmm. And I'd always joke, well, as long as you know, it's better, <laughs> better than couldn't do better, I guess. <laughs> right? <laughs> but it was always shit like that. Like, um, I'm like, I fucking, so I'm, I'm trying to get a doctor to diagnose me. I went to one doctor and he just wants to fucking see me every week. And I'm like, no, you're the psychiatrist. You give pills. That's what you do. Yeah. And he wouldn't do it. Um, I was like, I'm telling him about how, like, anxiety I got at work, and, like, the work I had was in a kiosk, too, and I think for me, and with ADHD and everything, I can't sit Being confined? In yeah, one that's spot. not great. I can't. I need to roam around. I need yeah. to, like, different, that's why I like this bartending, it's always different places and, and, and things like that. So I'm literally telling him, like, I'm, like, get to the point where I'm, like, I just, I can't take it anymore, and I have to leave. Like, I've done it so many times, I'm just, like, so stressed, like, I, I can't do this. And his advice was me, like, well, you need to go to work. I'm like, no, I, I can't. That's why I'm here. Yeah. <laughs> if I could go to work, I wouldn't be here. You fucking idiot. I'm so mad. Do you, I know uh, they roll into each other, but do you, obviously you do. Do you deal with a lot of anxiety, Brad? Oh, for sure. Yeah? I don't deal with anxiety. No? No, not really anxiety. I'm not a worrisome guy. I'm usually a like everything will be fine I'm a little, almost too much oh really yeah. yeah I'm not a like I'll have a noise in my car and I'll be like ah, it'll fix itself it'll yeah. be fine No, I and then it doesn't sure. what's your anxiety, anxiety like come from like what sparks it anything well like what's a daily anxiety for you like what's something you could uh like it'll be even as silly as like do people on my team really like me or is it just like I'm just here and they put up with me oh really yeah that's then, interesting. That's part depression, though. Part depression, too, for right? sure. Self-esteem, like, right? Like, if I if I have plans at night, I'll be like, well, you know, really want to do this. I'd start thinking of other ways to get out of it. And it's like, and again, anytime I go, yeah, I have good. a great time. And it's always me just overthinking things. It, it's a lot of overthinking. Things. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've realized I get anxiety at work, and it's all just something I brought on myself because... I like being busy at work. It yeah. makes time go faster. For sure. Right? It's not like there's so many days I love, I think I love. Like when you set yourself up, you're working hard all week and you're like, I'm going to give myself an easy Friday. It happened to me last week and I literally set myself up with no work for Friday. 
like one monotonous job that I could drag out for nine hours and just have like just kind of roll into the weekend and it makes the day go by so slow it's the fucking worst I'd rather be busy but I also have this thing of like I get overwhelmed with the amount of work Mm -hmm. I have sometimes but none of it's due right I always think it all has to be done right now so I get this anxiety where it's just like I got six pieces I have to get done today each piece takes two and a half hours and I'm just doing that yet they don't need it until right April of 2028 yeah but it's just like and I feel that anxiety but luckily for me I can spot it and I can talk myself down a lot but also the the second I punch out it's gone so I I at least have that that's good relax because I know a lot of people take their work home and I know a lot of people work has to come home with them which I'm happy I don't have a job like that because the minute I punch out, I'm the same way. I am I'm gone. Same way too. Yeah, I'm gone. It's not. I don't get paid enough. No, exactly. That's why I keep looking. <laughs> and I've had bosses who are like, they bug you at home and fucking personal email and, and yeah. I'm like, this is, like fuck off. Like yeah. you're not paying me enough to yeah, fucking if I get a deal with this shit. From my boss and I'm at home. It better fucking be important. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the one night, because um, Ross is in the tire center for Costco. So from like. October, November, even a bit of December, and then like April, usually just April. It's the busy tire changing season, yeah, sure. right? Right. Remember the one night we go to bed pretty early. It's like eight thirty, but we're like done, right? We're in bed, might be winding down, watching something in TV on TV or something. Uh, she finished work at like four. She's done her work day, and her boss called her, and I can hear it through the phone. She's like, "So and so called and sick." Can you come in? We got eight cars lined up. We close at nine. There's only one guy here. If he does it alone, uh, he's going to be here till like 2 a.m. And I remember she was like, okay, I'll come. And I'm just looking at her. Like, what the <laughs> fuck are you? We're literally in bed. Yeah. Like, even if you called 20 minutes ago. Yeah. Right? It's like, it's Costco. There's people there. He's not going to be left alone like yeah. he's making it out to seem. And even if he is... It's not like... That's another society thing. That's another... Yeah, exactly. It's, well, you know, they've confused that to... with work ethic. Yes, exactly. Right? And it's not work ethic. It's... it's You're slaving for a fucking multi-billionaire com- yeah. Uh, corporation. Yeah. And you're not getting the fucking return for it. Like, and, and another that, thing... But, like, society tells us it's not okay to take days off. Yeah, oh, no, I know. Right? It, God forbid you have a mental health day. Oh, Downtime no. is you like... You better look, be sick look if down you're calling it. Yeah, day. exactly. Oh, hey. Yeah, like, I, I, my last job, I fought that. And at first, they were like, you need to take the time, and you know that. And then when you take the time, they're like, oh, seriously, when are you going to come back? And yeah. then I came back early in, and I wasn't ready, and I'm stressing out, and I'm leaving early, and I'm, like, not feeling well. And like, you're letting everybody down, this and that. And I'm like, I know that. Like, that's part of the anxiety yeah. as well, is, like, I'm, I fucked. Yeah, for sure. Now I fucked my, my coworkers. Yeah. And not that I'm close with them, but I'm like, I don't want to fuck anybody over. So that's part of the anxiety as well, and I'm like... You can't just take off and it's like, I'm like, this is a mental, like I fucking sat with the district and I'm like, this is a mental health fucking issue. Don't fucking act like I'm just being, being an asshole because an yeah. he was kind of implying that I'm just being selfish and that I don't, I'm like, no, this is a mental fucking health issue. And like, it's funny that like, it's literally called mental health. Health is in the name. Yeah. If we had a broken leg well, and it. I It'd needed six months It'd off, it's not a big deal. It's Nobody questions. Yeah. He's got a broken leg. Of course he can't come in. But it's because people can't see it. Yeah. That, that's what it is. And, and I'm even problem. learning and there's a that. There's a word for it. There's a word for that. It, it, it's, yeah, it's expecting uh, somebody that stands on their feet all day to, to work with broken legs, mm-hmm. you know, and say, well, go to work anyway. It's the same thing to say to someone with anxiety or depression um, or ADHD, do this. Yeah. 
I know, but that's the issue. Like it was like, and and, and doctors do it. Like my, the last doctor I had, he was literally like, "Well, you have to go to work." I'm like, "Well, no, that's what I'm fucking struggling with." Yeah, like that's my main. That's point my of main struggle. Point of stress and anxiety at this point is is this shitty fucking job that I have. Mm-hmm. We'll go find another job. It, I'm like, okay, I, I, I get it, but like, go to the job yeah, store. that doesn't happen. Like, I need this is why I'm here. I need help. I need something. And I, I was saying earlier, I, I didn't finish my my. So ADHD drugs, there was a whole documentary on it. Like, every college and university student is on this shit Mm because it fucking works. Like, it actually works. So my buddy's like, I can get you some if you want. So I'm like, all right, I'll fucking try it. It's expensive. So I bought, like, a 30-month supply. I did this in August? 30-day, right? 30-day. Jesus, 30-month supply. Yeah, 30-day, which was, like, 150 bucks. I'm telling you, it was fucking life-changing. Like I told you, like, you came to my place. You remember how it was yeah. when you Because you said in? it basically looked it the same as you moved the same. In. There was yeah. walkways now a little bit, but it was pretty much the same. Boxes all up against the wall. Like, I had, I've been there eight months. I hadn't done shit. In two weeks, I fucking threw out 13 boxes of shit. Wow. Organized everything. Closets were still crammed because I do have a lot of shit, but, like, things were organized and livable. And, like, you saw the apartment. I it couldn't was, believe it. Yeah, it was, like, night and day. That was two weeks of just... That was two days, really. But in those two weeks, I got more shit done. Called... I'm supposed to call subsidized housing because I'm on the list, but they needed some more paperwork. Mm-hmm. It took me a year. Call. Like, that's what fucking ADHD is. It's like, you know you need to do it, but... And I'm sure once you put that, your in. depression and whatnot on top of that. Yeah, and, 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 and you, so you don't... And, and then you don't do it, and then you're like, fuck, I'm lazy, and then you're a piece of shit. I'm a piece of shit because I fucking didn't do this. Why am I fucking... Why can't I just do a simple thing? Like, even things I want to do, you know, the... Like, I wanted to paint all day today, and but my depression didn't allow me to. And it's yeah. like, it's not just fucking work. It's like life. It's yeah. everything. Things you enjoy doing. And I took these fucking pills, and they're magic. I just got another 30-day supply. Did you really? Um, yeah. And it fucking helps. I get shit done. That's awesome. And I just want to fucking find a doctor that's going to be like, yeah, take these fucking pills. Because I think, like, if I had these pills years ago, I think my life would have been way different. I think uh, in so many ways. Have you ever had dick pills? Yeah. And I really want to try. If you don't, don't need it. You. If you I don't need to. it. I'm just curious. I don't need it. If you don't need it, then it's not going to do anything for you. It's going to make me hard for eight hours. No, that's not how it works. That's what everyone says! It just makes you get hard easier. And stays hard a little longer. I'm 30. You know, I'm getting there. So, I'm... I'll fess up. Like, I, I, I need them. They say, like, <laughs> well, Blue Chew is, like, the new dick drug, right? Was it? Blue chew. It's fast acting. You chew it. So it actually metabolizes quicker or whatever. Okay. So it, they say within like, I guess Cialis Viagra, it can be like a couple hours, whereas Blue chew, it's 30 minutes. It's very fast yeah, Cialis acting. is about 30 minutes, 30 to, to 45 minutes. But Blue chew is Blue chew's like the new, it's on everybody's podcast. Everyone's sponsored mm-hmm. by it. Not mine, but everyone's getting sponsored. The one podcast. This is one of those natural by. like bullshit. I don't know. Though, I don't know. Like, I've only heard about it the last like year Blue and a half, chew, two years. Roman Swipes. What's Roman Swipes? Swipe your dick. How dirty are people's dicks? No, no, oh. like. Oh, it's an actual. Last longer. Mm. No, it's just I... I don't know. I've tried Viagra and I've tried Cialis. I like Cialis better. I think it lasts long. It lasts thirty six hours. So Jesus Christ! But what? But you're not hard for thirty six hours. It just means like you're. I, if you need to, you're ready I to can, go. I can go a lot easier. But better. what they say because all these podcasts are sponsored, you don't just say, "Hey guys, go to bluechew.com, use your code." They have to do a spiel about it, right? And what I've learned is, like, literally, it's, like, I think it's over 40. It's natural oh, my, my for your dick 50, to die a little bit. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, over 40. It's, trust me, it sucks with my brain. 
Oh, yeah. Is a horny motherfucker. You know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm a fucking horny fucker. And then it's like, come on, work with me. Yeah. It's so annoying. I want to try it. I've also never had sex while I'm high. And I been high enough times oh, now but I, I don't really have a sex drive when i'm high because i'm no, too giggly I, no um the 19 year old yeah we talked about um, she brought a couple of joints and she wanted to smoke so i smoked i didn't smoke a whole joint almost a whole joint actually i was pretty fucking high mm -hmm. killed my dick oh really I, and i took a viagra <laughs> see when i i know i'm high because the tip of my dick feels like tv static like that's how <laughs> my dick and my asshole not, i had a nine hot 19 like she fucking she was hot like Thin, gorgeous, fucking nineteen-year-old, naked, on my lap, and my dick's like, yeah, whatever. Really? And my brain's going, are you fucking kidding me? Look at this piece of ass. See, and, and God's all great and good, right? <laughs> I want to try it. And then I remember, because uh, I took a Viagra too, and then she left very suddenly because <laughs> I think she realized nothing was really happening. I yeah. kind of thumbed it in just to make it count. But you like going down on girls too. You can buy yourself a oh, lot of time. I did that for, I did that for like three hours. Two and a half hours, I think. Oh yeah, that's a lot of time. Yeah. yeah I, I can I, see how you need a nap after that. <laughs> so yeah, she leaves. I start coming. So I wasn't giggly when she was there. I guess just because we were making out and shit. It's not yeah. really funny. But then the minute she left, I was all giggly. I think I called like you, maybe even Ali. And I don't, know, I don't call a couple places. I'm like, I'm so fucking high right now. <laughs> I fucked the 19 year old. Holy shit. And I was all giggly. And then I started coming down. Rock hard fucking <laughs> dick. The minute I came down. So, I mean, you don't get your cake and eat it too. It, it, there's so, always a give and a take. So, always in life. Even this podcast. For real. Give and take. None of that for me. Are you, You're starting a podcast soon, aren't you? Yeah. What's yeah. it about? Um, Plug it. Hasn't started yet. Yeah, but do you got like a release date or an idea when you're gonna nope. do it? What's it gonna be you know called? What I'd like to do. It's called uh, a not so wrestling podcast. Nice. I like uh, that. We so got enough of them. It's a podcast where I talk to wrestlers or my friends about not wrestling. Mm -hmm. And uh, if we talk about wrestling, we have to do a shot. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I don't need to know uh, what your influences are anymore. Yeah, I don't. I think that's <laughs> boring. So oh, like, my. I, you're thirty. Your influence was Shawn Michaels. Exactly. Right, next. That's it. That's it. You're, you're 40, forty. Fifty. Hulk Hogan. Hogan. Yep. Ric Flair. All right. So Saber and I uh, recorded an episode. That's cool. Release that shit. Anchor. Yeah, I'm going to. I just want to build I up. I wanted to a do few. one. So that it's not like, oh, release like one, and then eight weeks later, here's yeah. episode two. So this is I another have like ADHD moment right now. Three or four. You're talking, and I respect what you're saying, and I want you to say it, but in my brain, I'm like, I have something to say! <laughs> say it! So you interrupt, like, that is an actual symptom. I'm like, you're also like, an asshole. I'm like, no, no, I'm, I'm like, I'm, all, I'm like, fuck, I do that a lot. It's I fucking natural. interrupt people all the time. It's natural. I need to get my shit if I think I'm, If I think what I'm about to say is going to be funny, I go, the risk and reward... No, oh, I do it's that worth too. It. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, sure. don't you hate when you have a really good singer? Yeah, and nobody's... you don't get the opportunity, oh, my... and then the moment's gone. Oh yeah. Like, I feel one. like that's my life story. Oh. Everything's funnier, but I don't get it out in time. I'm yeah. also a terrible wordsmith. So what I've learned is you do have regrets. <laughs> I don't know if it's a regret. Maybe. You know, I regret. Yeah, I regret the swastika tattoo. I I want to do. I kind of want to do it when it was back in the wrestling. Maybe not a podcast, but a video blog or something. And just like, yeah, all the backstage shit. That's the most important. Not like, important. Yeah, interesting. And just yeah. like, yeah, and just not even talking again about necessarily wrestling, but like, I don't know, when something comes up, like there's always something that happens or somebody gets hurt. Or... I'm always interested in uh, wrestler shoot jobs to this day. Yeah. I don't know why. It's just like, because we live this fake, fake life. Yeah. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, including me, if I go to a wrestling show, I remember being a little kid going to Neil Spirit Pro Wrestling. Eric Young and Derek Wilde was in the main event, right? I'm 
13 years old, these guys might as well have been Hulk Hogan at right. the time, right? Yep. And I remember Rip Impact told me that Derek Wilde worked at a Boston pizza. <laughs> and I just couldn't believe it. It didn't change my opinion on him. Yeah. It just kind of humanized him. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, and yeah. I just found him more interesting. Huh? But was that good as a 13-year-old? Or I kinda isn't it better to kind of see them larger than life? Than like, to an you know, extent, but as someone... Forgive me if I'm speaking out of turn here, but you wanted to be a wrestler. Yeah. Don't you think seeing, oh, he works at a Boston Pizza and yeah, he's a wrestler kind of that was what it was. Like, oh, this is attainable. That's what it was. And I never, like, I don't know. I never remember believing wrestling was real. I, I always feel like I was I was a little smart to wrestling. So, like, I knew independent wrestlers, I probably thought they did better than they do. Right. But I think I always knew, like, these are real people, right? Right. So I just really enjoyed that. Like I remember, yeah, my era was way different. Yes, that's what I mean. I remember my dad telling me it was fake all the time, and then eventually I caved to the idea that maybe all the other matches are fake, but the championship matches are not. <laughs> Those are real. Not well, scripted. it might have been that shit same show. I remember Eric Young and Derek Wild were the main event, and uh, was it the ladder match. It one? was like no, it wasn't that one. It was just the singles match. I think the ladder match, their first ladder match, that was like historic yeah. around this part had happened and this was the first time they had wrestled since then it was like a year later but I remember it was like intermission and I was so excited for this match I was a huge Eric Young fan and I, I wouldn't stop I shut up about this main event and it's like intermission and my dad being ignorant was like oh yeah those main eventers probably aren't even here yet they're probably just leaving the house and I was just like what <laughs> right like that's probably what they did for, like, house shows in right. the 80s with Hulk Hogan. You'd show up yeah. right before your match and whatnot. Well, I, I remember when fucking Hacksaw got busted with the Sheik and, uh, in the car. It's huge they news. came in the sun, and this was way more Because they were days. feuding at the time, too. They were feuding, yeah. And then they got... It wasn't even about the marijuana in the car. It was just that they were in the car together. That was the biggest fucking news. Do you remember... I can't remember. I'm getting on to wrestling now, which I hate, but the few questions that I do find interesting. Like, do you remember your first wrestling memory? I do. What was yours? So my first, first wrestling memory, I couldn't tell you who was in it. I know I've seen it since, in like recaps. It was my, grand, my grandpa loved wrestling. Mm -hmm. um, and I remember him sitting there, and he would get so mad when they pull a chair or something. He'd fucking he'd just like, that's not wrestling! You can't have a chair! He would get so mad. So I remember that. And it was like Ivan Putzky kind of days. Okay. Maybe uh, so mid-80s, early, early 80s. Early like 80s. Jesse the, Jesse the Body, but not like flamboyant Jesse the Body yep. yet kind of thing. Um... Stasiak, Stan, Stan Stasiak? Uh, Stan the man, yeah. The, the dad. Um, those kind of guys, like that kind of era. Um, but my biggest, like, sold on wrestling, uh, Roddy Piper, Snooker, Coconut. Yes. That was like my... I hate Roddy Piper so much. That, oh. Me and Steve Brown have... We cannot be friends. Me and Steve Brown have a foolproof, foolproof ideology. Theory, I guess it is. If Roddy Piper is your favorite wrestler, you're a dog shit wrestler. <laughs> I can and see it. I can see it. We have so many examples. He sent me one this morning, and it checks out. Like, everybody. <laughs> we also have another one I can't say. So you're, so you're talking different eras, too. Yeah, I, I agree. I so, agree. yeah, if you're going to compare it to the Shawn Michaels era, yeah, sure. But also, I'm a work rate guy. I like good matches. Roddy Piper didn't have good matches. No, he never. had great promos. He, had great... he never had good matches. No, but... His best match is a mediocre Bret Hart match. Right, but when we saw them, there were no mediocre Bret Hart matches even you know what i mean like that was the top like dude yeah, wrestlemania one like the height the the everything that built the match was shit when well, i look at it back yeah and i watch the fucking mr t hogan orndorff fuck it was a spectacle it was a shit match but the hype the yeah, build-up everything holy fuck but also in that era of wrestling uh it was about 
talk them into the building. Once they're in the building, in we that. got their money. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And that's that's how it was. It was yeah. get them to the event, and then the end. But, we, the but we, we still loved it, because it was, like, all the build-up. No, I agree, I agree. And it wasn't, there was none of this, we're going to put you in a tag match with your opponent for next week, yeah. and then they're a tag match. They're having two separate matches, but we're going to... But make... also, you, you saw one hour of wrestling a week, and, and Hogan was wasn't on it right yeah. usually. When Hogan was on, it was like, holy yeah. fuck. It was like once yeah. a year, he was on uh, the... Superstars, superstars or whatever, or whatever yeah. yeah. And it was all squash matches and shit. So it was like, it was a build up to these guys. They were larger than life. Right? Oh yeah, so, no, no, I get it. So when you when you when you watch Warrior take out a fucking shitty guy, and then you watch Hogan take out a, a shitty guy, and then you finally get to see the main event was such a huge thing. Yeah. So we finally got to see, and they weren't main event. They never really paired big feuding people, but they paired two big guys together. Also, I don't even think it's the wrong way of doing it. It's just now, looking back, we're exposed to so right, much work right. rate and stuff. It, it might not age as well. You couldn't do it. No. You could, you could, you could do it to maybe intro a guy. Yeah. For, for the but the whole business weeks. in general would need but no value. Sure. Like, you could bring in a guy who just destroys some jobbers for three weeks. Yeah. And then finally, he wrestles somebody. Like, you yeah. can't... This was, like, weeks and weeks and weeks of Rude coming out, fucking... You have nothing to compare it to. Yeah. Like, right? So, but Piper... Like there would there would be no Hulkamania without Piper. I agree. Zero. I agree. Piper Piper was almost more important than Hogan and everything. There's an argument to be made. Like, I I just hate all this shit. I appreciate the and, guy. And his I appreciate the passion amazing. a lot. The, the, the promos there was no one who talked better. Yeah. No one fucking talked better than. Well, he also treated wrestling like he was fighting, which yeah. I didn't really appreciate until a couple of years ago. You watch his promos, he's not doing a cliche wrestling promo. He's doing more of a UFC. Yeah. He's, right? He's, like he's I'm talking about, He wasn't, yeah. I'm going to do all these moves. And he had a great match with, with uh, Bret Hart uh, later on in his career. Uh, I thought it was a great match. Probably, probably Piper's best match. Uh, it's, it's absolutely Piper. It's, it's absolutely Piper for sure. I mean, Bret was great at, at making guys look good. But it, his hype, his fucking promos, like, you didn't hate anybody more than Piper. Yeah. And when Piper fucking hit that coconut over fucking Snooka's head, I remember just li- that's a fucking coconut over her head. I've never touched a coconut, but I hear there's hard. <laughs> like I remember as a kid, like it was like that's legit. My favorite thing about that too, because that's still replayed a ton. That's yeah. like a, a, a iconic historic moment. But he hits Piper with the or Piper hits Snooka with the coconut, and they got the bullshit Piper's pit backdrop. Yeah. And Snooka runs into it, hoping to f- make it fall over, but it starts sliding on the concrete, so he has to keep running to it until it falls. <coughs> but yet again, shit was different back then. You didn't see that all the time. You didn't realize what he was trying to do. He was yeah. trying to make it fall, destroy the set, so it really kind of cemented, wow, this guy got knocked out. He fell through the wall. Yeah, yeah. You know? What was or yours? Him, remember? Him and I'm Adrian, trying to remember. I Adrian Adonis, like... Piper Spit? Oh, yeah. Or the Flower Shop? Flower Shop. That was fucking epic. Piper just destroys that flower. Adrian Adonis was so under, underrated. My dad, Adrian Adonis, died in a car accident <laughs> with the, what were their names? Fuck, I can't remember it now. But two twins. They, they were doing a loop hmm. in the Maritimes or something like that. And they died with, the Kelly twins, that's what they're called. And uh, my dad buried the Kelly twins. So I always, I feel like I have some kind of connection to Adrian Adonis. <laughs> I don't, but I just think it's cool that my dad has that. Connection. And then I have an old school poster in my basement because the Kelly twins did an old, old O. Henry commercial that was on TV all the time. And it was a giant O. Henry bar again on a seesaw 
with the Kelly twins on the other side, and huh. the O'Henry bar was on the ground, and the Kelly twins, who were big boys, oh, were lifted. Remember that were lifted, and they were like, "That's a big bar," <laughs> and I just thought that was so cool. Yeah, was for me, I, I assume it was Hogan, mm. but like my first vivid memory was probably like Steve Austin. Yeah. Uh, like the Undertaker, the Patriot. Like I, my favorite. It's like '97. Yeah, '97, Ground Zero. Okay. Uh, and then SummerSlam, Heart and Soul. I had oh, yeah. those on uh, VHS and would watch them every time I was sick from school. It's. I realize I'm, like guys like Mark Wheeler, uh, Vertigo, Fuerza. I'm only like, I don't know, five or six years older than them. It's a whole generation. Only one guy there. But it's like three <laughs> generations in wrestling though, because they'll talk. They'll be like, "Oh, I uh, my first memory was WWE Velocity." I was like, what? Yeah. <laughs> right? Like, Velocity was on when I was like 15. 16. That's what I mean. Like, I'd been a fan for like, yeah, I was like in my 12 years. years. Yeah. yeah. Mid 20s, late 20s. That's yeah, so that. Okay, here's a question. Okay. What was your first wrestling holy fucking shit moment? Stone Cold and the, the Zamboni when he closed Ian McMahon. Oh. Where you were just like. Oh, oh mine's, a, like, mine's a shitty one, but I remember watching with my dad. Where you were just blown away. You Take her like, fully. The, the so, yeah. yeah, I mean, I was, I mean, I'd seen a, had a few other moments. I think that, but yeah, that, that was... might have had such an impact on me. It was my dad's reaction. My dad going, that wasn't supposed to happen. He's hurt. He climbs back up the cage. He falls. This is something's gone wrong. And his like panic is See, what. These are the things like I look back at memories, and I wish I had video or of, of us watching that yeah, fucking match sure. that because we were watching it live. Yeah. Same thing with the Owen when when Owen fell, we were watching that live as well. But uh, I remember the hell in the cell. <laughs> we were on. Like, we're sitting there, and we're like, all right, whatever. And then he fucking, we're like, what the fuck, right? Yeah. And then we're like, whatever, that's, it matches over, that's great. That was insane. He'd stop, and then he gets up, he goes again. We were on our feet. Like, it was, oh, yeah. like, the insanity in that room. And it just kept going, and then he falls through the fucking cage. And we're like, this is fucking just nuts. incredible. But one of my first wow, holy shit moments was the two Hepners. On Saturday okay. night, main event. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was one of my first, like, because... Your generation, knew. actually, I've heard that a handful of times now. We, was, we didn't know anything about wrestling. Yeah. We didn't know anything... I remember my buddy Scott and I, we would always play this game when WCW started, and it was always like, who's that guy? Mm. Who's this guy? Oh, yeah. this guy used to be this guy. Oh, yeah. We yeah. used to love fucking playing that game, yeah. like, all the time. Like, Aldo Motoya, who's that? Oh, well, that's fucking from, from this guy. Like, that was the game. <laughs> All the time, but yeah. And also, you didn't have a fucking internet database. No, we, to you check. Just we had no up. idea that fucking Earl Hubner had a brother. Yeah, like, and at that point, brother. they looked identical. They always look similar, but they identical. Were yeah. identical. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember just going, "What the fuck am I watching?" That's such a well done angle, man. That was Saturday night's main event. You yeah. said right, yeah. Saturday night's main event, Hogan, uh, Andre. No, it wasn't Hogan. It was you no, know, it was Hogan. Hogan got fucked, I think. No, Andre won the belt. It was Hogan. Hogan was involved, I'm almost positive. Yeah, so I think uh, Andre won the belt from Hogan. That sounds right, yeah. But then they realized it was the two fake... And that led to the rest of And then he gave it to... Um, DiBiase. DiBiase. But I think they, they... And then they vacated it. Jack Tunney. Oh, that was going to WrestleMania 4, where, where Andre and yeah, yeah, Hogan yeah, yeah. wrestled again, and they both like disqualified they, each other yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. Okay, here's another question. If you can go back in any time in history and change something... What would it be? Like wrestling wise? No, anything. Oh, anything. anything. Oh god. I'm gonna be one of those guys like I killed baby Hitler. 
What's the comedian that talks about that? It's like when people say that all the time. I feel time. like I just heard that. Yeah, it was like a whole bit. I don't know if it was Norm McDonald or like you would just go into a hospital and just sorry, I just gotta yeah. kill this baby. No, it's trust good, me. It's good reason. No, but you could say, no, I'd be his art teacher and pass him. <laughs> so then he becomes a famous artist as opposed to the biggest fucking murderer of all yeah, time. I'm more selfish than that. I'd go but I thought about this. Uh, I heard this on a podcast, so like I, I kind of scouted out my answer a little bit, but uh, I'd go back, and Archduke Franz Ferdinand got killed in Hungary, I believe. He was. He got but, shot. Started World War Two. World War One, which so essentially that? started the German Empire, which also went into Ger- World War Two and whatnot. So one assassination really caused forty years of war. And, like, it wasn't meant, it wasn't like, I'm going to kill the Archduke because we're going to war or anything. Like, it wasn't like this guy was, we're going to go to war. It was nothing like that. It was just, that was the first shot of a series of events. So I think that would be cool. But also, it would just be like, like, I just think that's more important. Yeah, it'd be cool to take out Lee Harvey Oswald before he could take out JFK. I don't know, we really don't know the butterfly effect of things, but just knowing, people literally trace back, Franz Ferdinand got shot, it led to World War One. rose to the German Empire, went to World War Two, and it's just like six million Jews, let alone all the soldiers, yeah. you know what I mean? Oh, look at you being all the fucking noble and shit. Yeah. I'm like, I want to go back to the uh, wedding of Cana, I want to see if the fucking wine trick that he just did. <laughs> I want to know the truth. I'm like, did you change it? Or did well, you that is it? cooler. That did is... you just fucking order wine? Yeah. Like, did you just... Go get the other crate. Like, was that what it was? Like, it's like, no, oh, that's the fucking water. Go get the other one that's wine. I always think uh, if I could go back in time in wrestling era, if myself right now could go back to, like, the 20s with Gorgeous George or whenever he fucking wrestled, and, like, a body slam was a high spot, and just be like, you guys want to see a drop-down leapfrog <laughs> dropkick? You would just do a run You know what I mean? Fucking... Just, you've seen a moonsault off the top once on a trampoline fucking circus act? I'm going to do it standing to a prone opponent and just get up and pose afterwards. I always think of that. That would be crazy. What would you go back in history? I have no idea. I think there's so many things. Cause yeah, you know, like... You also don't know the butterfly effect of yeah, anything. Like, the simple answer, I'd go back a few weeks ago and buy the winning lottery ticket. There you go. There like, you go. Yeah. But That's all, all I want a time machine for is yeah. to go up to the day before the last lottery. Rogan talks about this one thing, about how there was a German guy who created... I can't remember what it was... He created something, some kind of chemical mixture that created soil to make it better to garden, to like manufacture, or to like grow things and supply the world. But that same uh, chemical ingredient was what was in mustard gas that killed people. You know what I mean? And he got try, tried as a Nazi because he was one. But wow. his innocent, like, experiment that helped the world to this day also killed millions of people. And just, like, how crazy is that 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 works? That's insane. Yeah. Hard works in mysterious ways. Also, speaking of Rogan, he has... I've been listening to Rogan for years. He's a fucking dumb shit. <laughs> we were saying this last week. But he had, I think, my favorite interview of all time today. Yesterday, I think it was. And I listened to it in full today. Well, sidetrack before I get to it. Uh, last week on Twitter, I started bombarding. I was photoshopping Kingdom's face 
on people's bodies. And uh, I kept calling him a white supremacist. So I I just typed in black guy white supremacist. And a guy showed up in images. It's a black guy holding up a clan hood. He's not even wearing it. He's holding up a clan hood and clad in rope. Right? So I photoshopped his face on it. Said this is kingdom, whatever. I did a few more. I I, I did... uh, I put his face on... You really are the hacker. Yeah, see? <laughs> the Photoshopper, Scotty O'Shea. I also put his face on a guy stabbing Jesus as he's on the cross. Uh, a guy during a Nazi fucking rally. But, so I just found this picture, right? No big deal. I just put his face on it. And then I saw a thumbnail of Rogan today. And that guy whose kingdom's face I put over was on it. Come on. And I was just like, what? Like, and then I realized I had always heard of a black guy that infiltrated the KKK and uh, turned people, like, turned their belief and kind of took them out of that brainwash. Didn't they make a movie about that? I think that was, like, wasn't that a comedy? Probably. Black Klansman? Yeah. It, I'm sure it has to be related somehow. But that sounds so, like a really would be a good movie that wouldn't be a It's comedy. also a Chappelle skip. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, it is. but this guy was on, and he's a jazz musician. He's a black dude who's a jazz musician. And he just talks to you about growing up through Martin Luther King's assassination and realizing what racism is. And then how he made friends with the Grand Wizard and the KKK. They, be, they literally became friends. And just over their friendship, he decided, this isn't what I want to do anymore. You can have my clan hood. He was going to get rid of it. And he said, I feel like I need this. It's history. So he kept it. Took that picture that I used without knowing. But he goes through his entire like history of kind of turning 200 clansmen and it's unbelievable he's a amazing storyteller he sounds like he needs a drink of water the entire time (laughs) he tells you like three hours in he had laryngitis i wish he would have said that at the beginning because the entire time i'm listening to it i'm just like but go out of your way and rogan uh is like i'm terrible interviewer on podcast because like you said, you want to uh, interject all the time. If you got a zinger or anything, if you think you, what you're saying is important, you kind of interrupt. Rogan's terrible for that. He's basically quiet for three hours. Wow. And he just nice. lets him tell the story, and it's unbelievable. Rogan's very good occasionally. Occasionally, A yeah. lot of the time... Best interviewer ever? Howard Stern. I haven't listened to him enough, but everything I do, he is great. He's the best interviewer ever. I don't ever. know. Fucking buddy from Hot Ones... He's great. No. Pretty good. No. Conrad, very good. Conrad's very good. No, Howard will like. I remember Lady Gaga was on. I'm like, oh, fuck Lady Gaga, fucking. Can I eat some of these dicks? I Go. love. Say that louder for the podcast. Can I eat some of these dicks? Correct. Yes. I love Lady Gaga after I saw her. It just I saw her in a completely different light. Yeah. Billy Billy Eilish, another one. That was just like, oh, this chick's the name. I have no interest in Billy Eilish. Her interview. She's 18. Fascinating. She's 18. What can she say? No, her, her upbringing. He brought his parents in. Oh yeah. And how they brought them up and like homeschool and like completely different, like very hippie, but like impressive, I'm a like pretty, like holy shit. Want a dick? We should have had one a while ago. Like... See, these ones are hard. You're not used to that. These are good. They're kind of soft. Yeah, that's true. These need a little blue chew. I think we can. We've got to hit a couple hours now. A so, couple. It's probably like a four-hour podcast. What else? Is there any... Uh, you guys are the depression experts. Is there anything you want to leave this podcast on? 
the same as last time. Talk about it. Don't be shamed. And just talk about it and support, each other. Yeah, support, support each other. Support each other. Um, sometimes it's like, like I said, like just going out. I don't have to talk about depression. I don't have to talk about. Yeah. Like, I'll call up Ali and be like, "Come on, we're going. I don't feel like shit." But we go out and we just talk about other shit. Do stupid shit. Fucking change lyrics to songs. Just we don't talk about fucking why we're depressed because we don't. It's stupid. Like, there's nothing. There's no reason for us to be depressed. Yes. And, and I'm starting to learn that slowly. Um, yeah, and just self-esteem. That's 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 another thing that's yeah, changed in the time, last year for me too. And it's still I struggle with it. But I'm like, I've been with some pretty hot women Damn that right, yeah. actually find me attractive. And I'm like, I still question it. I'm like, are you sure? Like, but I'm starting to like, no, stop. Like, I've talked about this before too. You can, there, you almost can't fake anything in life. Confidence is something you can actually fake and you can actually conjure it up. And the yeah. more you fake it, you actually believe your own bullshit. Yeah, and sure. then believe, before you know it, you actually have grown confidence little by little. And it is one thing in life you can actually fake. Yeah, but I mean, we don't like those people. I hate those people that are overly confident. No, I don't mean it like that, though. They're like, everything they do is the greatest thing ever. And you're no, no, like, no, 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 I don't mean it like that. Because that way, absolutely, that's there's nothing more. Like, I, I was given the best compliment. I went on a date with this girl. We're, we're both on, like, these Facebook singles groups, whatever. And it was a Friday. I didn't have the kids. I'm like, fuck, I just want to do something. Like, mm-hmm. and I think you were busy. I, I, I think I reached out to you, and you were like, no, nah, I got a, something going on. So I'm like, ah, fuck, I want to do something. And then as I'm scrolling through Facebook, this girl's like, fuck, it's like Friday. Anybody want to do something? I got nothing to do. So I'm like, threw my name in the hat. I'm like, yeah, let's do something. She messaged me. I go pick her up. We were going to go uh, karaoke bar. And we just start shooting the shit right away in the car. And uh, and we're just parked at the cemetery. I don't want to sound creepy, but I live up the street. I'm enjoying this conversation. Do you want to just go chill? I have some drinks. We fucking talked for 10 hours. Really? From 8 o'clock till 6 in the morning, I dropped her off. We didn't fuck her or anything. Like, we didn't... She, she made it clear she wasn't available. And after it, I was, like, kind of like, this chick's hot. Like, and then 10 hours, like... It was, she was fascinating. So I'm kind of reaching out again, trying to like get another date. And she's like, I'm just not in the, you know, I just broke up with my blah. I'm still living with my ex. And, and we were talking, we talked a lot about self-esteem and it was funny. She had the reverse of me. Like she knows she's attractive. Yeah. But she thinks her personality is shit. Oh yeah. So she doesn't think anybody wants to be with her because of her personality and, and because of her mental health issues and shit. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, you're like the opposite of me. I'm like, I know I have a decent personality and that's why I think anybody is hanging out with me is solely based on my personality and no one thinks I'm attractive. And she says, no, you're very fuckable. Wow. And I was like, that was the best compliment. I almost cried when I read that. And it was like, it's kind of crude, but it was like, you called me fuckable? But dare I say, she found you fuckable because you did, have confidence. I, I don't know. You know just, you're funny. We had a good conversation. You know? Like, what I mean with the confidence thing is like, do you ever wear something? And you're just like, I, I hate this. Like, I look like an idiot. You see somebody else wearing something similar, but they just rock it. Yeah. And it's just because they're confident in it. Right. Yeah, absolutely. You can take, there's confidence goes into conceited very quickly. But, like, I do it with myself all the time with wrestling. I'll get in my own head. Look, I'm not ready for this match. I'm going to under deliver. I'm going to botch shit. I'm going to be exposed tonight. And then I just remind myself, I'm here for a reason. Somebody hired me to do a job. 
This is what I do. I'm fucking good at it. I can tell you every time right before we go out, you tell me, I'm going to talk to you out there a lot, and then you never say a fucking word to me. Exactly. That's what I mean. Right. See, but but I'm confident in my personality. That's never been my issue. But that's what I mean. That confidence shows. I think it shows more than you're realizing. Yeah, for sure. Especially with women. Women want... The more I talk to girls, looks are important. It's much more important for dudes. Yeah. We want a hot broad. You can be dumb as rocks, and we'll we'll be like, I'll marry you. Right. (laughs) Right? Been there, done that twice. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Girls want, like, a sense of humor, somebody they can talk to. Like, the looks, they're absolutely important, but they're not as important. Confidence is a huge thing. Yeah, no, I agree. And I think doing stand-up has helped me with my confidence as well, and, and, uh, I kind of went into a I-don't-give-a-fuck mode. Which really helped my confidence yeah. too. That is because I was like always afraid of. I'm like, well, I'm not even gonna fucking say anything because. And I'm like, I've asked a few people. I've been turned down a couple times, and I was like, all right, I asked someone out. Like, that's yeah, like, God, like that's new for me. Um, the art of not giving a fuck is a real thing. Yeah. Now, don't I take that anywhere where it's just like you don't care about anyone, whatever. Like, there's all there's obviously limits, but if you just like you said, I'm gonna ask the girl out. She says no, I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Right? I'm going to shoot my shot. And that's with anything. Like, there is so much power to that. I remember the camping story I was telling you earlier when I played Recharge in a whole bit. That's, I think it was the same weekend, the one night. That's where I met my first wife. Oh, yeah? Um, And I remember sitting there, and I'm being my goofy self. I've got the guitar, the Superman outfit. I'm singing songs about people. I'm being fucking, doing parody songs. I'm like, just being a goofball. And I'm being myself, because I'm not actually looking to... Wasn't looking to meet anyone or yeah. date anyone, right? And my friend Sue goes, fuck, there's like five women here and you have them all in the palm of your hand. And I'm like, fuck are you talking about? And then uh, he's like, yeah, I think Cheryl likes you. Like, no, she doesn't. She's like, she's been rubbing your back for the last two hours while you play guitar. And I'm like, oh, maybe. That's what I mean. You own a room. <coughs> you keep yeah. for Halloween. And, and my other friend Karima just said the same thing uh, the other day. We went to paint night. Uh, and she's like... Uh, She's like, so are you still, you're still not smoking? And I'm like, eh, I kind of wavered a little bit. She's like, man, because I have like five women that are totally into you now, but they don't like the smoking. So I mean, like, anytime you come over, you're not hesitant to break out the guitar, just sing. You, I couldn't sing in front of a crowded not a room that I... Not a damn chance. No. And I'm, I think I'm a pretty confident, overconfident at times guy. Like, you know how to control a room and like, you're uh you a catch. Make out. You're a catch. You're a catch. I'd probably throw it back, but I'd catch and take the picture and be like, I wouldn't be caught dead with this guy. But, but yeah, but then I see this and I see gives a fuck. And I see all this shit. So I saw the greatest thing online that made me feel great a couple weeks ago. It was, I think it was nine nine guys, and it goes from just like nobody was like crazy out of shape, but it was just like five of the nine guys. Had some winter weight on them, right? Yeah. They've been high every day. Dad bods is really. Yeah. Well, and, dad bods is the thing. And We're then the that. last four guys, it went from like marathon runner, sprinter, NFL player, bodybuilder. Right. And it said, girls, which ones are you attracted to? It was like a list of like a thousand girls. The one on like Facebook where you have to go like yeah, read, yeah, more, yeah. read more, read more, read more. They all said like the dad bod yeah, type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They all said it, right? Like, they, it, it, years ago, being fat meant you were wealthy. You were well fed. <laughs> yeah, it's true. You know? It's true. So, if you fake the confidence, like, if you act like you did. Yeah, yeah, I don't have the balls for that. 
when it comes to like. I th- but you do inadvertently when you command a stage and yeah, say jokes I and think stuff. So Personality-wise, yes. Yeah. Because I I, can, I know I'm a lovable guy. I'm a likable guy. Yeah. I know I'm, I'm funny. I'm I, dude I'm in Hamilton. Witty. You're like an eight. Uh, <laughs> right. In Cuba, I'm a ten. Yeah. <laughs> if I pull out a twenty, I'm a fucking fifteen. <laughs> I was going to say, it's not, you're the 10, you have a 10. Yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes, you get laid. No. I want to be that guy, I think. I want to be the guy that goes to Cuba and just gets a hot 30-year-old, marries them, she leaves me when I get here, and I go back and... Okay. Well, you've said you know you're going to get a divorce again, so you might as well 100%. get on it. Yeah. <laughs> all right, yeah. before we keep talking... ex-wife, if you're out there. Yeah, any Cubans, any Cubanos listening to this, come over, marry Mel, and bring me cigars. Yeah. All right, everyone plug your shit. Um... At Mellow Comedy. At Mellow Comedy. Um, selling artwork if you want to buy it. Back selling light switches if you want them. Good. Holler at your boy. <laughs> Brad? Uh, at Brad Myers Refs on Instagram and Twitter. And your podcast will drop shortly? It'll drop eventually. And it's called? Uh, not another... Or a Not So Wrestling Podcast. Not So Wrestling yeah. Podcast. You know where to get me on fucking everything. I'm off this weekend. Next weekend I'm at... Uh, Barry Wrestling is not Barry Wrestling. No, it's Hustle. Hustle, that's right. I can never remember it. And with that, I think... Um, Don't make like a baby. Th- three hours on the dot. Say something. Say a nice exit. Outro. Nice exit. Outro.